You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. To license. I'm your boy Raynell Jamar and I got my brothers in the building. Who's in the building? This your boy Jay Davis. You can find me on in- Instagram. I almost said Insta Twitter, but Instagram, Twitter at J.A. Davis I.I. And also you can find me on my website, www.jdavis.co. Yo, what up? This your boy Chris Peters. Yes, sir. Back again. Back G- at it. Bl- glad to be back with my guys. Go Ch- ahead and catch me on um, Instagram. Chris Gets Busy, that's C-H-R-I-S-G-E-T-S-B-U-S-Y. Uh, Twitter, same thing, Chris Gets Busy. Go ahead and lock me in. What's good with y'all? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the tribe, we back, we back. So, look, check this out. Hit us up on the Twitter and the IG at A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-S-D, A-Z's Root Bruce Pod. That's Twitter, the IG. Listen to this episode and previous episodes on Google Play. Apple Podcasts, and my website, RaynellJamal.com. And you can hit me up on my Twitter, FB, and IG at RaynellJamal, R-A-Y-N-E-L-L-J-A-M-A-L. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we got to talk about a lot of stuff that's been going down. Yes. We have been paying attention. We know what's been happening, and we're going to talk about it. Yes. Because a lot of stuff is just it's pure trash. <laughs> we got to talk about it. So, first of all, how y'all brothers been doing, man? What's been cracking? What's Blessed, been populating man. with the population? Blessed and highly favored, blessed. brother. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I like it. You know what I'm saying? We blessed black and highly flavored. Yes, sir. What about highly you? Favor in flavor. You did. Yeah, yeah, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. So, what's been going down, man? First of all, the last time we didn't even talk about this, you know what I'm oh. saying? Because I, I was trying to figure out if, yeah. Let's, well, let's talk about Chris and his. Uh, and his Wait, uh, that, boy that, yeah. that boy caught that stride. That boy caught that stride, yo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, my man, my man. So let's let's talk about that, Chris. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If y'all don't know. We were, we went to go see our boy Chris. You know he's an amazing vocalist. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Singer song. And he got a little flow in him too. Yeah, that you know what I'm a saying? Lot of flow. He, he doing this thing out there. Yeah. Thank you, man. So now we went to go see him sing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was amazing. He 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 shut it down. You know what I'm saying? Thank How you, was man. that experience, brother? It was dope, man. Um, I think that 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 was like the first time I had performed in like. Maybe like a year, right? And um, you know, it it kind of just like it, it gave. I, I felt weird. I felt weird about it at first because like a friend of mine was like, he kept asking me to do it, asking me to do it, right? And so I finally just hit the guy up and I was like, you know what? Got any slots? He was like, yeah, I can put you on this Friday. I set it up like the week before, mm-hmm. so it just felt good, man, to get back out there and to you know get my feet wet again, get back out there in the scene, man. So. Um, the response was good. You know, people, you know, thought they, you know, they thought they enjoyed it. So I was happy with the outcome, man. I was the happy outcome with was it. dope, brother. Yes, sir. I'll say this, man, from like, just from like brother to brother, man. Like, seeing yeah. you in that, in that place. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, um, how do I, how do you say it? It's almost like Kobe coming back, like. Mm-hmm. Or like a great coming back, you know, like mm-hmm. let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it that Bron MJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But, <laughs> the only, but I'm saying the only major injuries that like nah. y'all, know, feel, like, y'all feel you. Yeah, know, yeah. 
Like uh, Brian ain't never really took no big break. Right. You know. You right. You right. So you, right. you feel me? Yeah, Besides yeah. the cramps that took place, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, but you know, like okay. you, you see you're right. I like to you, you just go ahead and dismiss like that. You know, yeah. but oh, it's crazy. all good. But but <laughs> like you see somebody like that just really has like a great talent. So it, it ain't even got to be Kobe. But you see somebody like that's a really great talent, and yeah. you just have walked through this journey with them, right? You know, and then you really just get to see them like get they shine yeah but it wasn't like fabricated shine that we experienced it was like i felt like every ounce of your set like you deserved it yeah. you you know what i mean like and then so like when you got into like when you really got into your groove yeah. it was like in the back of my head like he yeah back. you feel me like <laughs> yeah. it was like innovation back. Yeah. bro like that's what i'm yeah. talking you about. like it, it, the moment that i never forget it was like you just g- put one of your feet back, and then you just got this rock, and it was just like I just saw uh, like this like wave of confidence just come over you, yeah. and I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah, you, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, like it was so it was like yo, like it was one of those moments, like that's that's one of my brothers. Yeah, man. that's how I felt. Like, yeah, it was yeah. dope. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, man, that's one of my that's one of my brothers. Thank like, you, that's... man. I appreciate y'all for yeah, real. Yeah, man. Dope, so, man. bro, like, man, you. We say this publicly, man. Like we look forward to the EP, the album, yeah. the single, yeah, yeah what, exactly. whatever, man. You, yeah, you might even want to uh, bring back. Um, is it imperfect, <laughs> bro? Yeah. Re- imperfect. Redo that joint. Yeah. What's an acoustic version yeah, of that, man, yeah. sir? Because that that joint that you and Grow put together. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Moses Sumney. Yeah, Moses Sumney. Yeah. Y'all know about Moses Sumney. I'm yeah. sure people out there know about Moses Sumney. Him and I. Um, you know, well, he, you know, he wrote it. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just sang it, man. So, you know, yeah, that joint still goes. Yeah, yeah man. I appreciate That's, it. I appreciate it. People, still people still tell me to this day, they listen to that song. I dropped that song in like 2011 or something hey, like that. Hey, timeless uh, music never goes away. Yeah, That's man. It. I just appreciate y'all for supporting me, man. You know, it's been, it's been, it's been a journey as y'all know. Yeah. So, you know, just stepping back out there and right, um, right. getting back to doing what I love to do because, I, I I hit a point where I didn't want to do it no more. Mm, you know yeah, what I mean. So mm-hmm. just getting back to that point where I'm getting my confidence back, getting yeah. back out there doing what I love to do, it means a lot to have y'all dudes there for real. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. y'all. And it's, it's, dope. it's really interesting that you bring that up though, because even in our previous previous episode, we talked about that. Yeah, and like um, we talked about just sometimes like you know like just trials and frustrations and just yeah. life. And so for me, like if I could ask you and just for some because you know. Like they got a lot of me in race perspective, but uh-huh. just to kind of like recap, like for you, what what do you think? If you can share, like what do you think has been like the um, the arching like push to to jump back into it? Um, I think for me, just knowing that it's not the end of my story, you know mm. what I mean. Just knowing that I still have a lot of life to live right. after going through, you know, certain hardships. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not the end of the road. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, and at, at, at times, you know, you feel like it is. Yeah. You feel like you want it to be the end of the road. You right. know what I mean? Um, but I think for me, just knowing that, that I do have a support system and I do have people in my corner that, you know, genuinely want to see me win, genuinely want to see me get out here and do what I do what I love to do. Yeah, man. That means a lot as well. Yeah. So, um I think for me just knowing that just knowing that the buck doesn't stop here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's you can go on to do great things after you hit us hit a wall or you yeah. you, you you go through hardships, you know what I mean? It's 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 
not the end of your story, you know. Yeah, so man. that's 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 what keeps me going. That's nah, that's good, bro. Yeah. Like again, man. Like that night, it yeah. was it was dope. I think there was a couple things that were dope about that night. Like, yeah, it was a good, strong representation of the Inland Empire. Absolutely, in, in the LA market Absolutely. that night. I think that was a really dope thing. But yeah. I, it, I don't feel like you. For me personally, man, and just to, again to be of encouragement, like mm-hmm. that night, I didn't really feel like you lost a step. Right. Okay. And I think that was dope. Like yeah. I think that's a strong place because I mean like like stage presence and i mean like it's it's dope when especially being a musician when you when you when you get to see the band enjoying the yeah. the, the process as much mm-hmm. as the right. singer is right. you know it's not like the singer gets on stage and is like expecting the band like well y'all better vibe with me it was just like this natural this natural gel that like really took place and it was just like just everybody laid into it you know watching the crowd they were like yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. it was just a great night. <laughs> so, I'm just, again, yeah. I'm proud of you, man. Like, really Thank proud you, of man. you, bro. I appreciate yeah, it. Was it. Real dope. it was a dope vibe. Thank it was a dope vibe, man. Thank so, y'all. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. yeah. It was a good night, yo. It was, it was a very great good night. night. That was a great night. That was yeah, a great man, night. It was good. So, uh, um, let me ask you this question. What's up? Um, what's been going on with Nicki Minaj? <sighs> I've been my, I've been having to, I've just been avoiding Nicki. I, I've, <laughs> she's making me mad, man. She's making me mad, man. Like, <laughs> What's going on with I her, just, man? I, okay, I won't say she's making me mad because I don't, I don't know her like that. Her <laughs> antics, <laughs> like, right. her antics, right. like are crazy to me. Like yeah. they're nuts. Like I saw a clip of her on Ellen. Okay, I just saw that today, and she uttered the words I. In regards to Travis Scott, yeah, Ellen, I was surprised Ellen br- even brought up Travis Scott. Right, like, right, right. So, um, she wants smoke. That's what she wanted. Right, I guess so. <laughs> so right. So she, um, she asked Nikki. She said, "Hey, you know, saw you were upset with with Travis Scott and his album sales. You came in number two. He was number one." And um, she, uh, Nicki Minaj said, "I wasn't upset. You know, I was just telling the truth." And then Ellen was like, mm. well, how do you feel? She was like, I wanted to punch him in his face. I was like, okay, Nikki, you're being ridiculous. Really? Like, <laughs> this is my thing, though. Like, how do you get mad at this man for doing essentially what everyone does? Everyone does this. Everybody does this. And it and counts towards album sales. And she did it, too. And she did it, too. She did it, too. She told me she did the bundles. Right. You know I mean? Like, how do you get she keeps saying like, oh, T-shirts and sweaters, T-shirts and sweaters. And you're doing the same thing. You're adding posters in yours. Like, what you mean? Come on now. Come on, man. Like, like, don't knock that man because people are listening and streaming his music. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm bumping it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, so, you know, don't don't. I, I, I don't know much about the situation besides that Travis Scott had had number one selling out right, album right right but this is one thing that just from hearing you guys's dialogue mm-hmm. and number one i think houston is winning right now mm-hmm. just in general mm-hmm. toby mm-hmm. the rockets mm-hmm. astro rockets you know ain't winning. Mm-hmm. sorry well they lost I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but i just feel like houston <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like houston is winning yeah you like musically houston is winning number one right mm-hmm. And I think there's a difference when you do an album for the culture, mm. for for your hood, right? Versus doing an album just to say I'm here, right? Like Travis Scott straight out called his his album is called Astro World, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's that's for the hood, right? Like ain't cute. Like 
what do you expect? Like they're gonna they're gonna get behind that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like who Nikki? But I think not only that. I just think that Nikki's not as is not what she once was. And that's just the reality. Like, we won't have an honest conversation about this go talk today. <laughs> we got to because I'm seeing some things, man, that people got to see. Oh, boy, race. So like, we'll get to it. We'll have an honest <laughs> conversation about some of these spots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this is the reality, though. Reality, though. Um, excuse the train. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she's not where she once was. Yeah. Like, she had put an album on, like, what, four years? Yeah. Last album was You know how much print. music changed in four years? Right. A lot, man. Music changed literally the sound and the flow is changing, like, almost every seven months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's scary to think That's about, That's crazy. Too. And, like, she's coming back as if, like, I always, I always tell people this, like, for some reason, I don't know where she got this from, but she acts like she's the a rap version of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I've actually never heard that before. She act like she's the rap version of Beyonce. Like, she could just do what she wants yeah. to do and create the flow right, of culture. Right, right, But she doesn't. It don't work that way. Nah, not she, Beyonce put in work. Right. And, and not only did Beyonce put in work, but Beyonce is very versatile in her presentation. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And Beyonce is confident. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce is also married to Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, but yeah. besides that though, no, like, I'm just no, I'm saying, confident. No, yeah, but no, but think about it. I mean, like, man, let's just be real. Nicki Minaj had Nas. She had, but again, she Jay Z. Nas was Jay Z's employee, employer. Yeah, I'm just saying, bro. A moment, a moment. But Nas ate Jay once. That thing, that L is on the legacy. No, it is legacy. That L is on the legacy. No, it is legacy, but, but bro, y'all really think, y'all really think, Nas won that bat, that whole battle. The whole, he won that song. He won that round. That round. Okay, (laughs) all right. Okay, but But that's an interesting, that's an interesting battle. Because uh-huh. this is this is people we're going sidebar, bro. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar. Bro. because my, I, I have a I have a couple of hobbies. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> okay, and he'd be like, "Man, a takeover was better than Ether." I feel and then, two ways about that. Continue. And then he says, and he says, uh, you know, Ether. He gave a Jay Z a whole song, but Ether, you know, he only. I mean, on, on takeover, he only gave him like a couple of lines, a couple mm-hmm. of bars, or verse. Which that verse is hard though. I'm not gonna lie. That takeover verse for Nas, right? Mm-hmm. It was hard. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing, though. This is how I feel as a, like as an MC. There's certain artists you just can't give a verse to. If you gonna come at somebody, you better come correct, right? Come strong, or you just gonna have to deal with the consequences. Okay. Okay. And Nas gave him that work on that round. Okay. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, I feel two ways about this. Okay. As far as just pure viciousness, Uh like pure just all-out assault on your opponent, right? Nas wanted head and shoulders. Right. Because he just didn't care. Yeah. On the other hand, I like when disc records have a songy flow. Yeah, I feel you. 
Takeover sound like it could have been number one on the hip hop charts. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was a it crazy was, song. It was, it was a crazy song. Yeah. And not only that, Jay was giving bars. He was giving bars. So I feel that too. Verse is the crazy. verse was ridiculous. Yeah. Both verses was crazy. Yeah. Like, but I was just like, I I feel two ways about it. But if I had to give that beef to somebody, you and Jay. I gotta give it to Hov. I gotta to give it to Hov. <laughs> why? Why would you say you give it to Hov? Just because of the sustainability. I know the general consensus is Nas, right? But you talking about the aftermath? The of aftermath. It, the success of it. The, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you look at the beefs over time. After two people beef, you kind of judge who got the better of who. By who, whose career ascended and who's descended. Mm. Okay, you know this is I mean? this is the thing with Jay and Jay and Nas. Like, I mean, Nas hasn't descended, but he kind of just stayed. He kind of just stayed stagnant. Yeah, you know what okay, I mean. Okay, this is the thing about Nas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's. I think he's one of those artists who never wants want to be like make a star. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I think Jay Z goes for that, right? Jay Z is like, no, y'all gonna know I'm I'm the one. Okay. Period. Yep. yep you're right. Period. Like it ain't gonna be no debates about yep. it. Like yep. I'm the one. Yep. I think Nas is like, I got y'all respect. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good with that. And that's that's cool. That's you know what cool. I'm saying? Yeah. He's earned the right I, to okay, be that way. The reason why I give Jay Z the L mm-hmm. because I heard Jay Z give himself the L. Mm. Really? So. People might not remember this, but that's true. I remember that Jay Z and Nas did a when they first got back to being cool. Oh, okay, they did an right. interviews together. Uh-huh. I never forget Jay saying, "He said when Ether dropped, I felt like I was standing in a room full of people screaming and nobody heard me." His exact words. Now, when you give yourself the L, then I got to go ahead and give you the L. Because, like, dog, Jay-Z did take a little bit of a hit. Like He kind of did. He definitely did. Because he did, um, what album did he do after that? And that whole album, he was just giving Nas. Like, he was just, like, going at his head. It wasn't really connecting. It was the um, Blueprint 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The, the gift and the album. curse. The gift yeah. and the curse. Yeah. And okay. that whole album, he was just like, no, y'all yeah. going to hear me. But yeah. I think it was just like. Mm-hmm. Ether just consumed, and I think Ether was what it was because nobody saw it coming. Right, right. Nobody Very expected true. that. From nobody Nas. expected me, like, because Nas was gone for like months. Right, right. Yeah. Thing, it was like it was no internet, like it, yeah. was, it was no Twitter, Facebook, yeah, or nothing. It wasn't, you know what it mean? wasn't no nothing. So like, people was like, "Yo, takeover came." Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, because I was at school, like, no Nas gonna come. <laughs> trust me, and I was just like concerned, like, man, this might be it. Yeah. Like, and I remember when takeover hit, and everybody was like, "Yo, Jay's that guy." Like yeah. it was a classic album, right? Takeover, and then out of nowhere, people was like, bleh, bleh, "FJZ!" Everybody was like, "Yo!" <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I saw Nas perform that live. Really? He perform. He don't perform it no more. But I went to go see Usher '87 on one tour mm-hmm. and check out this lineup. Opening was Faith Evans, which he had the Faithful album. Wow, it was nuts. Wow. <laughs> you know, then it was Faith. It was it was Faith Evans with the Faithful album, which is killer. Yeah. Then after that, it was Nas performing, and then it was Usher. Wow. So when Nas, that came, is an amazing yeah, lineup, dog. So Faith Evans smashed the opening like she murdered. You know that song? She ended with um. 
saw like a palace like a Taj Mahal type palace right, on stage right and then the smoke the doors dropped the smoke and it was like blood of a slave heart of a king <laughs> wow I'm getting chills right now cause hey Nas is my dude yeah so, yeah 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 so, hey, right now give me chills so he yeah. came out and his brother was like yeah, I remember it was his brother, his hype man. He was like wiping off his feet. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Y'all ready for the king, Nas?" And everywhere he went, he was wiping off his feet. He was like, "Blood of a save, wow. heart of a king." And then he was like, "Bra bra F J Z." I was oh like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "He's doing the song." <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, yo. Oh, man. man. Bruh, he did the whole record. And he was like, everybody say FJZ. I was like, this is amazing. Yo. Yes. Yes. Amazing. It was just still Matic. It was around still Matic drops. Wow. Why'd you drop the mic, bro? Bruh, I was shocked, (laughs) bruh. I was like, yo, Nas is going to do this song. Oh, Yo, bruh, it was crazy. He that's killed it though. Crazy, man. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, like, let's get back to Nikki. Let's, let's get, get back to Nikki. Let's get back to Nikki. We had to get I that think out. that Nikki thinks in her mind mm-hmm. that she is like, well, she said it. Mm-hmm. She said it on her Queen Radio show when she was acting crazy. Right. She was like, I am the greatest female uh, uh, rapper of all time. She said, I am the female J. So she thinks she's like the female version of. Beyonce, mm-hmm. but let's take it back though. Okay, let's have an honest conversation. Okay, Ooh, she gonna act like we forgot she didn't come out acting like the rap version of Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak truth, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was copying Gaga's swag boom, to the T. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. The wigs. Yeah. The, we ain't gonna. Should we put the pictures of the Frankenstein mm-hmm. look she went to the Grammys yeah. with? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, I mean. Look, I'm not taking that away from what she's done. Uh She's definitely earned her stripes. Right. She came in at a time. She came in at a very sweet spot. Absolutely. Because it was like nobody. It was like no females for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like Missy was phasing out. And then it was like just a gap. Mm -hmm. Remy went to jail. Right. I think Lil' Kim was in jail at that time. Yeah, she was. Um. Or she was like just about to come she, out. She was um Kim was out, but she she was out of jail, but she wasn't she, she wasn't, wasn't doing, doing nothing. nothing. She wasn't doing anything. And then Nikki pop up. Right. Nikki got flow. Mm-hmm. She got bars. Yep. Um But like this is the thing that I think she doesn't realize. And I think we'll talk about Eminem. I think Eminem is having a hard time with it too. Absolutely. <clears throat> Oh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why we're going to talk about these goat spots, because yep. I think people was tripping out. Yes. Uh, I th- I think that what she don't realize is this. Like, look, Missy had the game on Smash, and she even phased out. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. So you think Nikki has already hit the point where she's phasing out? Yeah, I do. Wow. As, like, as, a, as an MC or altogether? I think. Because, like, I think if you're talking about Missy, right, I think she – in my humble opinion, I feel like she gave us, like, all those crazy hits, right? Right. Then she phased out because I think there, I believe there's some health things that she was working through. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, like, we see, like, this ridiculous production 
coming from her, and I feel like a lot of people were like, yo, Missy, give us a record, give us a record, but she's just giving us, like, these jams. But the thing is, is, like, because times have changed and it's a new generation of fans, right? we connect to Missy records, right? but this new generation don't really right, connect exactly. with They know of Nikki, I mean, of, of Missy Elliott, mm-hmm. but they don't really connect. It, it doesn't yeah. have the same impact as it did. And I us. think that's what Nikki is feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not sticking. Right. Like, let's be real. Like, even with the Remy Ma records that she dropped, they didn't really stick. Right. It was like, it, it, it's the arrogance. It's like she's coming out in an arrogant way as right. if, like, right. And that's entitled to it. Exactly. And that's the that's the thing that's really getting to me. The arrogance that she's really displaying right now, it's like, who gave you that? Who gave you that right to be like that? I, you know I what I mean? Like, no, I don't. I normally, let me just say this. Normally, in the rap game, when you are when you are placed at a on a pedestal, right. right? And I'm not a rapper, but this is what I've seen. Right. Normally, when you are placed on a pedestal as one of the greats of your generation or mm. one of the greats of all time, it's because your peers put you there. That's right. I haven't heard a single female rapper current mm. in of of stature. Mm. I haven't heard a single female rapper of stature mm. give her that. Give, give her, her that. that yes, right. That stamp of approval. That's I haven't real. heard like a like a MC Light do it. You, Ooh, you talking that talk? Like talk to him, Chris. You know, I haven't heard an MC Light do it. I haven't heard a Queen Latifah do it. No, nope. I haven't heard a, a Salt and Pepper do it. I haven't heard a um a, a, a Rod Digger do it. I haven't heard none of them do it. You know Rod what I'm saying? That's what, was true. That's you know what, what I said. In her mind, right. she thinks she's like the feet, the rap version right. of Beyonce. Right. But this is my question, though. And all that, because Chris, you was, bruh, yes, <laughs> talking that talk yeah. for real. But who's gonna stop her, though? You're absolutely right. That's that is that, the, that's the aha moment. She's gonna stop herself. She's already doing it. Okay. Okay. This is the thing. You don't have to have somebody come take your spot. You could give up your spot. But wait, though. Nikki's fan base is so strong. Is it? They're, bruh. Because this is the thing. The barbs is out. (laughs) 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 Okay. I I hear what Chris is saying. This is the only reason. Because Nikki, this is where Nikki has done a good job. But still, what you said, but I'm going to also validate what you said earlier. Yeah. What she, she set herself up in a right way. She she has that that crossover appeal, Bruh. So she oh we're gonna talk about that too. So because <laughs> so she can, she, let's talk about she it. She has she has the potential. There's a couple of things that you said that I really validate. I want to validate what you said. So she has the potential to to jump from hip hop if she wants and back to pop without major consequences. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say that there's not going to be consequences, right? Because I although in my heart. Although she might be trying to be the hip-hop, the hip-hop Beyonce, I see her more as a female Drake. Hmm. I mean, they're in the same... But I'm not... Nah, Drake is a monster. No, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I ain't gonna no, lie. I'm at the point now... No, this is what I'm saying. Drake is I'm not guy. talking about lyrically. Like, I'm not talking about lyrically. I'm not talking about music. No, I'm talking about popularity. I'm not even talking about popularity. I'm talking about uh, uh, logistics. 
Okay. Okay. I That's see what, what you're saying. I'm talking okay. about logistics. Okay. You're talking about, you know, that she could live in between these two worlds. Exactly what Drake mm. has been doing. Oh, okay. You're right. That is absolutely right. But this I is the you. difference with Nicki Minaj. She only had one successful pop record. But this is the thing. I hear, I hear that. I'm not... Uh, Drake has... A slew. <laughs> no, he's talking about he's talking about they could fit between the mold, the mold of two different demographics. That's like, what I'm talking. Okay, no, this is, okay, that's what I said. Let's talk about that. Okay, can she really though? Because think about it. Even the records that she's jumping on, that's pop, they're not connecting all the way. Think okay. about that song with Ariana Grande. Okay. Bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. But that did not connect, bro. And that's supposed to be a pop record. I feel that, but I'm just saying, like, whenever, like, at least for us, right, or, like, West Coast, well, actually, because it's everywhere, KISS FM. Whenever your stuff is being played consistently on KISS FM, like, that is still a a solid, right, a solid. Uh, but see, this is, I'm not saying, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm saying. Will she sell records? Of course, Eminem sell records all the time. Yeah, but right. is, he, is he relevant or connecting with the culture? No, I agree with that. I so mean, that's what I'm saying. I think it's over for her as far as her being the super relevant okay. artist that she was used to being when there was nobody else. I I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I do agree with that, but I just, again, like this is my... Um, because think about it, like, she sold... How much did she sell that first week? Like 200K. Dog, you know how hard she was working to get that 200K? Dog. She was extremely hard. She was going on everybody radio station. Come on. Doing every interview, God knows where, everywhere, bro. And then she did 93,000 the second week. Yeah. And she was working her butt off for that 93,000. Yeah. She, the whole purpose of Queen Radio was to promote the album. Yes. Now, let's look at, just check this out. This is what I'm saying. How many followers do she have on Instagram? Like 80 some million, something like that. How is that adding up? It's crazy, bro. It's not adding up. That's what I'm saying. So she could have a core following. Her core fans. But you got to think about it, though. But look, though. I don't mean to cut you off. No, no. But, like, the thing is, though, it is. it does add up if you think about it. All of the sales is physical copies and streams. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, if she's selling 250,000 units... That is encompassing everybody who is streaming her music. And so when they give you the numbers, it gives you the amount of streams and physical copies. If I'm not mistaken, she didn't sell that many physical copies. Mm. She didn't sell that many physical copies. I think think they weren't even really out. Right. It was like limited release or something like that. But in streams... She's getting it. She's, she's getting, getting no streams. She's getting no streams. Okay, That's but. That's why I say she has such a core fan base because I didn't go listen to the album when it first came out. Right. Right. That's real. I didn't right. go listen to it when it first came out. I listened to it like, like a week later is or so. Is it even good? Because I haven't even listened to it. Some records is on, on there is cool. I know Chun Lee had to grow on me. Okay. It's, I, I, think like, it's, I like I think Chun-Li. she got like three joints on that mug. Yeah, Barbie I, Dreams is not that I'll just business. be honest with you, I think bro. it's kind of trash. I'll just be honest, honest with you. Uh-huh. Across the board, musically right now. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of just hearing. I feel like everything is the same thing with just a different voice on You're it. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Like I, told Ray, I told Ray in pregame, I was like, bro, I've just been listening to jazz records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real talk. Because it's just like, and especially like, and just 
another sidebar, like just especially with this wave of rappers right now, mm-hmm. I miss I miss mid '90s, early 2000 rappers where mm-hmm. it was like, man, when I listen to that, I hear Talib, right? And even though Talib and uh, and most deaf live under the same umbrella, practically, like you can still separate them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you like, can decipher between who's who. You can in the West Coast, like you could hear a Snoop record, you could hear a Daz record, like you could hear like an Exhibit record, right. and like you all know that all these. These songs were produced by Dr. Dre, but they sound completely yeah, different. But, yeah. And then, like, you have, like, uh, like all the uh, the guys from, like, uh, um, like Houston, like Slim Thug and uh, uh, Paul Wall. Paul Wall. Yeah, Chameleon Air and all this. Oh, man. Same same feel, but it's totally different. East Coast, yeah. Jay, like, the whole Rockefeller, like, Freeway, Beanie Siegel, like, yeah. all these cats. Like, same umbrella. But totally different sound. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and the list can go on, and even your your backpack rappers, and then NERD, like you throw all those people in there. Man, like I'm just really struggling. Like even like I think so when you guys introduced me to Rhapsody, actually when the homies introduced me to Rhapsody, but when you guys reintroduced me to Rhapsody, and like in the blessings of Kendrick Lamar, like that's what I'm I'm running to more more and more because it's just like I just feel like when I hear Nicki. And just from what you guys were talking about, like you hear the same content. That's what you, I was. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think it's over for her because she has nothing else to talk about. Right. And this is what. This is why I knew she was. This is why I think it's over for her. And this is the reason why. You telling me, all that went down in that four years, everything. Think about the Drake and Meek situation, mm-hmm. her and Remy situation, right? Her and Safari breakup. Yep. And you talk about almost none of that in. You, that means at some point you're gonna have to get personal. You have to open and, up, and if you don't want to do that, she's gonna be stuck. Mm-hmm. She's in a hamster wheel right now. Yeah, and it's hard. And like, and I backpack what you said, Chris, because it's like if you don't get personal, like especially where the music game is going now, with like a lot of independent artists, and then especially with Childish Gambino and the direction that he's been going musically. Yeah, like he is like the he's not only the trailblazer, but he is like the foundation of where music is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like for me, um, like watching NPR, like the NPR Tiny Desk, um, like series. For some reason, these last like three months, it just seems like people are digging deep musically. Like they even had Ti, and it wasn't like the best uh, Tiny Desk, but it felt it was just like man, you got to see another side of him. So it's like yeah. even people of that demographic are. Um, are like are pushing to something more personal like the mac miller situation his npr like tiny desk was dope to me it was so personal so it's like even like it's it's like you're right and I that's the reason why drake wins because drake is not a drake is not afraid to open up and he doesn't take himself serious yeah so he's open he's able to be vulnerable he's going to give you what he wants you to know but he presents it in such a vulnerable way yeah like it's like he understands his brand like 100%. He understands the pace of it. Mm-hmm. He understand where it could go. He sets the pace. He sets it. the pace like he understand. Like Nicki Minaj kind of like just left and then came back and was like, "I'm back y'all, let's go." Nice. And it's everybody like, like everybody uh, looking like um, we, we on this we on this other thing. Right yeah. here. We on we this. Over here. Exactly. We over here, like yeah. Rhapsody got nominated for best rap album. So that's a switch of pace. Yeah. For female lyricism, like that's that's somebody else coming in, like yo, I'm here. 
What, uh, you feel what I'm saying? I so do. I think that Sheik would sell her core. Eminem is always going to. Eminem is the most successful. This is a fact. Eminem is the most successful rapper of all time as far as record sales. He's hitting a million to two million out the gate every time. Trash albums and all, and we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but his his relevancy is not the same. Right. Yeah. So that's where Nicki Minaj is because you know why she did that to herself? Because it's what he said earlier. She didn't attach herself. She didn't have any unity in her. She alienated herself. Right. She, uh, everybody's my son. Mm-hmm. She cut everybody off. And that's why that's why Cardi is winning. Right. Because Cardi is like I know I'm not the dopest rapper. She's more of a personality who could rap. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, so because of that, a hey, queen, I need you. Give me some wisdom, queen. Light, give me some wisdom. Yeah. Remy, give me some wisdom. She's acknowledging, she's acknowledging these females and they're like, come on in. We yeah. got you. Yeah. Don't worry. You don't write your rhymes. Don't worry about that. Look, this is what this is this is what we're gonna tell you what you should do. Right. Yeah. And Nikki is like, Oh, I am the female J. I am this. Don't I don't need none like of y'all that. help. Y'all, y'all my, y'all my sons. Get out of here. It don't work like and that. And now she by herself. Gonna, uh, Doug, just straight. Uh, uh, she's by herself. This record, bro, it's gonna be over. Bro, yeah. she's by herself screaming for help, yeah. and nobody going. Nobody's reaching out to her. They looking like, oh. And I, I'll say you know this, man. Like, I feel like uh, when you look at the, the core of hip hop, right? And like, it just hear my heart when I say this. Like, you know, when we were younger, hip hop, a lot of hip hop. Um, especially like mainstream cast was like about the cars, like the like the girls, like in the money, right? Yeah. So like almost in like in my mind, I when Nicki Minaj came in, she embodied that as a rapper, you know, like the look of the cars, like the Maxim models, like and you know like that whole look, you know what I mean? And so it almost and again it goes back to what we we're saying, like authentic music. A lot of people are not like that's not the scope that they're using anymore. Right. We're not really seeing model chicks right. in the music videos anymore. We're seeing straight in the neighborhood. People are using. See that's and all that, what you're saying is so true. You know, yeah. like we're like people are not using the polished look is not in anymore. It's not like the polished package is not in. When's the last right. time you seen the music video and they said who the director was? Remember, like back in the day, like when we were growing up, like growing up in like early like mid '90s, early 2000s mid 2000s right like so early 90s through mid 2000s like it was about man did benny boom do the music video did did X like, do people don't video? really do music did videos like that no more you know did like, did Hype, do the video did, did, who did the video who were your like music videos really they're not focused on uh mm-hmm. like features or right. skits it's not stories anymore it's really about vibe and see that's what and see and that's man what you said that it, it, it made me realize that's why certain artists like her are are having trouble adjusting because it's not about imagery no more mm-hmm. and th- it's about literally the music yeah, yeah and then you if, know what i'm saying and then if you're going to do a feature and drake nailed this you bring legends into your video and you put a story inside the story so like the whole kiki do you love me joint like having felicia rashad do the opening yeah having lala was the his his main girl like mm-hmm. yo like <laughs> hey but she he, he got to give shiggy bread off of that though i think he did 
Or no, you I'm mean t- more than what he he got to give him a percentage of that record, bro. I think so you might you right you right because that mug was deep in the in the cut. <laughs> that mug was deep in the album. Yeah, like it was it was low on it on was the low, album. bro. It was low on the second that, that mug he pulled he rose that mug about the grave was like, hey yeah. yo Drake, this is the one. Right, and that mug went. It went off. It went off. I was talking to my coworker about that uh, the other day. Cause he didn't know what it was. He was like, "Well, my, my daughters were doing this, you know, this kinky thing," yeah. and I was like, "Okay, let me, let me help let you me, out, let brother." Me help you out, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I told him, you know, and he was like, "Oh, wow!" But, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I think Nikki is. I think Nikki, right now, and I think we touched a little bit on this. Remember back when we did the episode about. Um, her versus Remy. Yeah, yeah. We touched on this a little bit, and I think it's time. Recap. Right. I think it's time for Nikki. I know she had a four-year break, it's but she was still doing verses. Yeah. She was still around. Yeah. Nikki needs to not do music for a little while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she needs, and when she does come back, she needs to start talking about this stuff that's happening in her life, yeah. because if you listen... Even Cardi is talking about stuff that's happening in her life, and she's a rookie. Yeah, but I you think, know what I'm saying. I think where Cardi got it right is is she uses she uses her like Raynell said, um, she uses her platform appropriately. She yep. was a she was a personality off of off of of a VH1 show. Yeah. Whether you want to agree with it or not, you know what I mean. But no, but she was a personality on Instagram first. Yeah, she came uh, up on. She that's came what up I'm off saying. Media first. She was on Instagram first. Parlayed that into loving hip hop. Parlayed loving hip hop into a rap career. Yep. And just took over. And just living life. Mm-hmm. So people are, and if you if you ask anybody that like her, they'll tell you, like I like her personality. It's not really about. Her music. She is real. That's one thing I will say. Yeah, like, she's authentically yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's not trying to change for nobody. Yep. Um, I think that man, let's we won't transition. Well, up. really quick, go be, ahead. Be, because be, before you go into this goat talk, I just wanted to I wanted I just want to preface this. What's that rapper that is getting into an Ebro? I, I saw the thing yesterday. Oh, Tashi Tashi 69. 69. That can't be wild, boy. He's a wild dude. Wow, bro. That cat is wild. He's the ultimate troll, bro. Yeah, he really is. That's like 50 cent times 10,000. No, bro. For real. What is his deal, though? Like, because we talk about goat talk. And, he and he's act- popular, bro. Bro. But did you see? Dope. Did you see his main America set? That he had that place. Bruh. Rocking. And he my came guy. like an hour and a half late. Dude, this dude is insanely popular bro like his made in america set was insanity crazy it was insane i remember i was watching that work and i was like yo these kids are going absolutely nuts for him it was ridiculous man it was ridiculous is he dope Uh, i can't say okay 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 this is what this is what it goes back to okay okay go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead what I said earlier, I am really just struggling with hip hop music in general mm-hmm. right now. Okay, so because everybody looks everybody the looks same. the same, everybody sounds the same. Okay, he sounds different though. He's different. He is, he different. is different. He's different. He's more edgy. He's like mm. this is this, I don't mean to cut you off again. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. This 
He did it. Did you see his Breakfast Club interview? Yeah. Charlamagne asked him, he was like, who do you look up to? Like, who are some of your influences? Yeah. You know who he said? Who he said? DMX. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see it. Yeah. But he, because all I know is he talks out the side of his neck. That's he all does. He does. He He's does. a wild character. He's wild, But bro. if you listen. But, yeah. If you listen to his music, it has the same type of aggression. He ain't really talking about nothing. nothing. But it has the same type of aggression. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can get, you can hear that influence from mm-hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? So, and um, but and then another thing about him does he's super smart, bro. Very. He he's like Drake. He understands his fan base. He understands the pace of it. He understands how to move it forward. Mm-hmm. And he utilizes that. Like on that Breakfast Club interview, he was like, "Man, you're going to get 10 million views off of this." Remember, he kept it's saying it's that up over 20 and, now. And and, and and Charlemagne was like, no, nobody, no, it's not. He was like, trust me, people are going to watch this. It's going to be twenty million. He said, you're going to get ten million views. He said, this is going to. He was like, this is going to be the highest interview you get on Breakfast Club history. Watch, just watch. It's on bro. its way. It's on its way. No it's way. over ten million. It's on its way, bro. It's over ten million, it's up bro. Over no ten, I think. Way. It's oh, bro. He's he, he got like twenty million you know, followers on IG or something again, like that. This is and he only been out for like two years. Yeah. Not so, even. Not, not even, even bro. See, see not so even. For, he just started making music last year. So for art, he said that in the interview. He said, "I only been doing this for a year." He said he got out of jail when he started making music. Yeah. He only been doing this for a and he, year. And the thing is, too, though, I'm not gonna say because you asked me is he is he good or is he whack. I'll put it like this. He's one of those rappers like. I'm so mad right it's now. It's all like it's all like a it's all I'm like a hater right now. Yeah, it's all like a it's like a vibe. Like I'm not saying it's good, but it's not horrible. You know what I'm gonna not do? Terrible. It's you know not horrible. Do? You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm not gonna do it, but I'm just I'm just I'm gonna do it. Like I'm just gonna be stupid for like a week and make <laughs> like a dumb record that makes no sense and see how many views I can get. I'm gonna tell you right now, Fifi. Hey man, I was I was out with some friends the other night, and it was it was banging. It had the entire place off the walls, my guy. Yeah, he's popular. And it was it wasn't even going off the walls because Nicki was on the record. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's all because of him. Fifi got that da 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 da. When he came on the record, them people in there went bonkers. Did you bro. hear him drop his new one, the little um, BB? The the Spanish one. That's when I knew he was out of here. Bro, I was like, this he's dude, out of dog. here. What I'm bro. talking about, he's like, that's what I'm saying. He's like Drake. He dropped like a, a super commercialized pop record with Nicki called yes. Fifi, right? This fool dropped like a love song reggaeton. Talking, speaking full Spanish. Spanish. I was like, oh, because he's Mexican. He's, he's out of here. He's a Mexican thug with the, and he, you know what he said though? Check this out. That's what I'm saying, how smart he is. Um, he was like, all these rappers are stupid. He said, he said, I know the way I look. He said, I know I look crazy. I got rainbow hair. He said, you going to be for a person with rainbow hair and tattoos on their face? <laughs> He's like, he understands. He and he he moves. He understands, bro. He, You know, you know I get it. And I'm not going to say that I get it. Because he when he was talking about Ebro, I, I watched a piece of the interview that, that Hot 97 had with Ebro in regards to what he said. And what I realized... and. From hearing you guys, he navigates with the fan base that he navigates is the safe kid that always wanted to be a rebel and just needed somebody to give him the permission to do so. Yep. You know, like, that's all it, that was that made in America. And it makes so that's all that was there. Because like because even the situation where wasn't he the same wasn't he the same individual 
that was beefing over with like YG over like. No, nah, he might die because of that, but we're gonna celebrate <laughs> yeah, him now. Let's just go ahead and give him his props <laughs> now. So I'm real because <laughs> Ain't no because the way YG reacted, like you got to see that breakfast Club interview when they was like, you know what, like he said something. His facial expression changed. He was like, "Oh no, I don't like that." And I was like, "Oh, this is he different. got real militant blood." Yeah, he was like, "I don't." He's like, "No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all." And he's like, I'll, I'll, "I'll see him. See you soon." Six yeah. nine. See that, and that's the thing about him that I don't like. I think and he plays around with the game culture way too much, and I think it's it's going to catch him because he was beefing with Chief Keith, and Chief Keith is known. Oh no, you don't you don't do Chief Keith, um, bro. Was 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 there some stuff with Nipsey Hustle as well? No, he and don't I care. pray there ain't no stuff. Okay. He do because if okay. Nipsey, because all Nipsey gonna do is like, hey, YG, let's go ahead and make no, this for happen. real. And no, I, okay, I didn't. Want, I don't want to make no because he because no you know he posted that thing yeah. for YG calling him a B and everything, and YG reposted the post of him dissing him and said, "I can't wait to meet you." Wait, 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 wait. You never seen that? Takashi Six Nine did this of Nip. No. Oh, YG. YG. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I YG. thought you were talking about no, Nipsey Hussle. No, I was like, wait no, a minute. No, I ain't no, see no, this. No, no. no I'm How not saying. That past me. But, but that's my, the dude he was with, but he did take Chief Keith's baby mama shopping. He did. It was like bro, rubbing all this the stuff. Bit, this, I was this like, stuff so ghetto. It's crazy, like crazy, bro. bro. That's what it's I'm saying. Ridiculous, I don't, but, and that's the thing about everybody. They're like, yo, he's talented, but like, is he going to survive? Yeah. You don't do that. You don't do that type of stuff. Like, Chief Keith is like. He a in goon. Chicago, he's a goon. He's a bro. goon, bro. Go ahead, bro. Because I mean, it's just like again, it and it, it, it just it just hit me, mm-hmm. and like forgive me, like God is. I'm gonna pray about this when I leave, <laughs> but it just gets me like, and I just look forward. I genuinely look forward to when music becomes really about like music again, right? And that's what Ebro was talking about, right? Like Ebro was talking about like, bro, like he's like, I know the game. I know, and it just seems like, and again, like old girl that was on Doctor Phil, right? Like, yeah, talking straight nuts mm-hmm. to her mom, and then three months later has a record deal. She got a gold record right now. What? She got a gold Man. record. Wow. <laughs> okay. Got, like it just, record. it's like, yo, that's yep. what we doing right now. Yep. Oh, yo, she okay. got a gold record, bro. Wow. Yo. Like you, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a hater because I feel like I sound like one right now. Mm-hmm. Nah, you just keep it one hundred. I'm just. It like, is what it is. Oh, yo, like damn. <laughs> yeah. <And> that's the <laughs> thing. Is it going when I was turn? watching Made in America, you know, what I mean, uh, artists look the same and came out with the same type of music. Right. Like, uh, all of them. I mean, like this one dude looked like Triple X Extension. Like, I think you're probably talking about uh, Juice World, maybe. Juice, Juice World, World was there, but yeah. it was another one. Little, it's another one of them littles, one bro. Littles. It was a, one, one of them of the littles, young littles. The one LILs, one, one of the LILs <laughs> was up in there. It was like a couple of them, just with the tatted tats yeah. on the face, locks. Yeah, singing, and all of them talk about being depressed. All of them talking about they they trying to kill themselves. Wow. See, I'm saying he. Don't, I don't know if he want to live long That's enough crazy. to enjoy his success. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, real. he and you know he. Yeah, so he got a jail situation popping too. Like, yeah, he got too man, much. cause he facing like what three years yeah, or something like yeah. that. He begging, he begging the, the judge not to put him in jail. Yeah. So yeah, he got too much going on, but yeah. he's just different. I, that's that's the best way I can describe him. Like, I'm not saying he's good, cause I wouldn't really listen to him. Right. But like, if his song came on, it's like, I could see this. I could get it. I could get why they rocking with this dude. He's just a, a different type of cat. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this though. 
Thank, thank you guys for uh, indulging in putting you up on I mean, game. It's all good, brother. I'll show you a piece of the performance before you go. Yeah. I'll pull it up on the Apple TV. Yeah, Takashi title, is a, you know. Takashi is a character. Yeah, he's sure. he's with you, but them kids is going wild. I yeah, was like, bro. Yo. All right, so look, let's talk about we on music. So I was just like, go talk. Yeah, let, let's talk about the Eminem Kamikaze album. All right, so let's honest honest opinions. What did you guys think about the album, Chris? What you think? What you think about the Kamikaze Eminem album? Because I know y'all probably be able to dive into this deeper. Let okay, me go first. Go go. Okay, go ahead. What you think so about? I it? only got like four tracks in. Okay. Listen to on my way over here. All right. Genuinely. It was a good album because I wanted to make sure that I could have a good conversation with you guys. Uh-huh. But it's not an album that I would just be like, oh, I got to listen to Kamikaze. Right. That's right. just me personally. And again, like, I think my, my listening my listening has been drifting to, like, a just a different place now. But just for, like, internal and just for learning purposes. But, like, for me, it was just that. Because it's just kind of like, I like stories. But if your whole album is going to be about how frustrated, just to me, he just sounded very bitter. To it, and I mean, like I can't really just right. jive with that. I I want, I I need I need some some color. You know what I mean? And right. Everything just was right. like, it was like brown. Yeah, yeah. That was just yeah. me. Those first the first yeah. four tracks, yeah. like even the even the semi love record, like normal, it was just like, bruh, like this is sad. I feel it. I feel it. I'm Who's with you. Sad? And you expect me to want to listen to that for eight more tracks? I'm good. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think about Kamikaze? Eminem. Kamikaze. It's a surprise album. He just dropped out of nowhere. This is... This is my thing. Eminem... Okay. Eminem has proven over time yeah. that he is one of the most lyrically gifted yeah. rappers that we have ever had probably the most lyrically skilled gifted. skilled yeah skilled skilled he can put words together yeah. like no other yeah but i think m has hit a wall m has hit a wall say the same thing m, with nikki m has hit a wall he's life has gotten progressively better for m mm-hmm so it's not like, I mean, you can obviously still pull from those experiences, mm-hmm. but a lot of when when he was early in his career, a lot of the stuff he was rapping about, he was physically still in that. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? That's right. That's that right. That is why. That is why people identify with him, and that is why M is one of the most successful rappers that we have. Yes. Because. You could hear the passion and the anger yeah. and the frustration that was going on within him because of the stuff that he was going through right. in his life at that right. time. M is, at this point in his career, M is just flexing his lyrical muscles. Yeah, that's at this it. point. That's, that's it. It's, er, it's exercise it. for him yeah. at this point. Yeah. So it's not going to have the same effect. It's not going to connect as much as it does as much as it did back then. Right. In my opinion. Kamikaze was hot garbage. Okay. I like to where we going here, ladies and gentlemen. That's my thing. Let's go. It was hot garbage. Okay. Because M, why do you even feel the need to come back at these people, bro? That was that kind of threw me off. Like, it's like for That's what? That's what threw me off about those. Eminem. The people that you were in the game going up against, 
said that they will never battle you, bro. So what does the they opinion? They look up to you. They look up to you. So yeah. what does the opinion of MGK mean to you, bro? Yeah. Like Jay Z said himself that you killed him on his own song. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what does it matter? Like, you have proven yeah. that you are one of the greatest of all time. Not to mention, your flows are not flowing like they're supposed to. Like, I I get that you're I get that you're trying to you're trying to appease a certain audience. You're trying to get these kind of flow patterns together, yeah. but bro, that's I get that you can you can you I get that you can kind of do it, right? But it's not it's you, you your type of rapping don't fit that. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying. I just felt like when I was listening to some of the records, yeah, like I just felt like I felt like I felt like there was a lack of identity, right? What I've what I've heard, you know, like. It was like almost kind of like I understand like some like the play on words and some of the play on like on melodies from like other records, but right. it was like it almost became redundant to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. when he was like when I heard some of the Kendrick Lamar innuendos in there and um and uh just different things like bruh, like this is not the 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 radio M that I'm familiar with. This is not yeah. the stuff that I've heard other people listen to, you yeah. know. So. Yeah, you know it's funny you said it because like before pregame we was listening to some of the older records. Right. You know, and I was like listening to how he rapped. It's just way more way pocket. Different. Still stylish, but like now he just like you said, he's just on this whole rap super fast. Right. Uh, like you said, the, trying to find these schemes and right. different patterns that's just it's like, not, it's, bro, like we're in a content. We want some content. What are you talking hey, about? Let's talk like, about it. It's just like what? It's just like I don't want to go to the movies and watch a movie right. that's not cohesive. Yeah. I don't want to watch a movie that <laughs> scenes are out of place. I don't yeah. want to watch a movie that I, like I don't the way know you, what's I going like on. That. I like yeah. the way you put that. You yeah. know, I don't want to watch a movie like that. Yeah. Eminem, the reason, like, part of the reason Eminem got on and the reason why he's so revered is because the songs that he put out was so cinematic. Yes. And so real. You're so vivid. And it's vivid. Yeah, it's yeah. like, M, you really was doing that? Yeah, exactly. You, that really happened, bro? Right, right. It's just like, he had a story. He had a story, yeah, right? Yeah, uh -huh. He had a story, and it's just like, bro, yeah. like, what? I get that you could rap. Yeah. I, we all know that. Yeah. Because the way you were writing your songs, you made sure you showcased the fact yeah. that you could rap. Just question for you. Yeah. S I know S1 was one of the producers on the record. Who were his other producers? On Kamikaze? I know Mike Will made it was on there for sure. Mike Will, S1, him on every song. He co-produced everything. Yeah, he co-produced co pretty much every song. I, hey, that's his decline, bro. I'm going to yeah, be honest with you. I'm going to be right. Hey, look. M ain't never really been a good producer. His man. producer skills is trash, bro. Right. I'm going to be real. Right. In the moment, Although, he, he did make Patiently Waiting for 50 Cent. Oh, okay. He got one other beat, too. And, and no, he got another one. He got another one. Okay. What's the other one? I'm on fire. 
He's the the um the Lloyd Banks. He did a fire. That's him. That's him. Get the heck out of here, Banks. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the stuff that he did for the uh was it the Pac the Pac movie where it was uh, him Biggie it was Biggie. Oh, I love that. I didn't like none of that. You're talking about the Eminem resurrection. Oh, that was Eminem. That what he did make that beat. He, he did make that. I think he did that whole album. You know what? That record was dope to me. I like that record. Talking about Pac's life. That one. No, no. no. no just, He's talking about. Remember that movie that came out, Tupac Resurrection? Are they talking about they had Biggie and Pac on the same one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That beat. I, I actually like that. Liked that record. I like that. that beat. Was cool. I liked it. Nah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I'm not I, I like that. It. That doom, doom, doom. But the sample was crazy. Yeah, but he used all the same type of samples. Okay, okay. I'm getting it. I got another M record that he okay. killed on production. Thank God for granting me. Yeah, okay, this that's right. That clarity. is another one. Yeah, that's so he got about record. four. He yeah, got about four. He got four. about four solid He got ones. about four, but the ones yeah. for himself, hey, just yeah. leave them in the hard right. drive. Right. Just let them stay yeah. there. Yeah. Dang, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you ain't getting no SoundCloud no, release, bro? Nah, no, no SoundClouds nah, either yeah. because people get tempted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, they see the name on it, they right. don't want to rock on it. Yeah. Just leave it in the hard drive and you play it when the homies come over. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give it to Bazaar. Let Bazaar work on those. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Bazaar, have your hey, have your pick, baby boy. Get him. Get him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bro. You know what I'm saying? But like the D12 production? Of course he did. Of course yeah, he, he did, did some D12. He got a song in there talking about, you know, D12 is over. <gasps> you didn't know that? I didn't hear that song. He got a song called Stepping Stone. Think about what Joe said, and then the song is called okay, Stepping Stone. Okay, I get it now. I get it. I get it. I got but you he, now. It's basically the story about why he started D12, the decline of D12, and that it was, it's over. Dang. Yeah. That's sad. That's sad. Because yeah. <laughs> um, D12 kind of changed the game for me. Did, like, it, did it really? I mean, like, not changed, but I think they had great impact. <laughs> I mean, word. fight song is hard. Same just for where 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 hip hop was during that time. I just felt like they was just like, I don't know, man. I just because they did purple pills, right? Yeah, they did that. <laughs> I think it was cool. I'm just like, if, like this is the thing, man. Like, I think the album was. I would say this. It was one of Eminem's better albums in years, right? But. Eminem has gave us a lot of trash albums over the years, bro. Yeah. Um, La Marshall Mathers LP 2 mm-hmm. was boo, boo. That mug was dookie. That mug double platinum, though. Hey, see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You, hey, so let's yeah. let's talk about his his platinum status, <laughs> yeah. like, right? Yeah. And I know people, uh, like, let's just be honest, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Do a plat plat only. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Um... <laughs> He and this is what I noticed about Eminem. Oh, y'all, my boys, for real, for real. <laughs> this is what I noticed about Eminem. He don't really make hip hop music for black folks. He never has. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And white folks eat Eminem's music up. There it is, bro. That, there it is. And I know people don't want to say this. That, that that's it. It's because it's because he's white, and that's why. We'll get into this Joe Button thing. Oh, yes, man. Joe Button, and this is why he has to respond to Joe Button. He has to respond to Joe Button because what Joe Button did was he was like, "You're a goat," but I'm questioning the validity of your goat status. Mm. 
I feel like Yo. at this point, Ooh. at this point, we have no choice. We, in this, it, it, Nikki, we have no choice, have but, to no choice but to question your spot. It. Is it valid is or it valid? did you come at a time when there was, because I'm nobody I, in the atmosphere. Mm. Yo, there was when nobody, nobody was there, you came. But would you survive with Lauren and Rod Digger and oh, Missy and all of them was in the game? Absolutely not. And Queen was still still was rocking. Foxy would have got at you back in Get the day, son. I'm not, I know they cool, but back in the day, Foxy would have got at her. I'm but just saying. That's why I said like that goes back to my early statement. I think because of that spot that Nikki took, she graded great move. She entered in right as 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 what the mm-hmm. as what the projection of what most hip-hop mm-hmm. there's two sides of it mm-hmm. there's two sides mm-hmm. of it you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. like and then she made the right move yeah she won that pop stream yeah so besides missy elliott who was taking those type of risk what other what other female hip-hop or r&b star was really making like super like super visual stuff that remind you of like a katie perry or see that's the thing though she only had one See, I think because of before that, Jan- uh, uh, especially before Janelle Monae came out, because but no, but see, but Janelle Monae is a different lane. But, no, I'm saying, but I'm saying visually. I'm not just talking about like sonically. I'm talking about visually because when I when I think about Nicki Minaj, I don't like her status to me is not. And correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> because I feel like what I'm going to say is a little wild, but I'm going to say it anyways. Like I feel like when I think of Mick, Nicki Minaj, I don't think so- about sonics. I don't think about sound. I don't think about like bars. I think about her as a visual artist that has something sonically backing back her I up. I see what you say. So, so you look at her. She's more of the presentation. presentation. She's the presence uh, for for me because and then and for me that's what gets her in trouble too, because like she's depending on this one thing that I feel like you're just like well I've seen this before and what really got her in trouble is when she did that NBA uh, that NBA award show. That's probably one of the most horrible. Performances that I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and it is, seems like that's all it I goes see back. From her, bro. It goes like, back to what we're saying, though, and it's the same thing we're saying about him. It's getting to a point now in this generation where there's no videos anymore, unless you go on YouTube. You're not having a unless you have MTV Jams and you watch it, and virtually nobody really watch it. That's real because that's a, a premium. You feel what I'm now, saying, bro? Like you can't. And this is the problem. She's following an old formula when the game changed three times already. Yeah. And she's still trying to follow that old formula, and she's mad at Travis Scott because Travis Scott was like, "Yo, I'm I'm 2018." You know what I'm saying? For the culture, honestly, though. Travis Scott, real talk. Travis Scott is like the Warriors. Hey, we light years ahead of y'all. Y'all got to catch up to where we at right yeah, now. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we caught that L, but we uh, we was on the phone with KD game seven that night. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't wait for free agent period. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> We yeah. didn't wait for free agency. That's real. We called Katie that night in the parking lot. That's real. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. She came out the game and tried to work an old formula. So, yeah, see, that's why she's only going to appeal to her base. Yeah. Because they're the only ones that are going to follow her. Yeah. But, but she's not going to gain new. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Eminem. He's not gaining new fans. Right. He just has fans that's been following him all the way through. And, yeah, like, and back to what you're saying, like, just even, like, in this GOAT talk, right? Like, do you... I have a genuine, a genuine question to ask. Like, do you think the idea of the goat is even even going to matter in a few years? And the only uh, and the only reason why I'm asking that, right? Because we just listened 
to Jack Harlow. And I'm not saying that he's the GOAT. I'm not saying, but he maximized his lane. And what I'm seeing across the board, because it, let me know if I'm wrong, it feel like there's a new rapper and there's a new song out every day. And yeah. they're popping. It's like, a very microwave society. Like, they're killing the game. You feel yeah. me? But I think that's why GOATs are going to be even more important as the genre progresses. Because it's, it's so it's, it's so much flash in the pan artists. Right. That long longevity is what's going to separate you. So I'm going to ask this question too. So who's going to establish that bar though? Well, because it's already being established. You no. got Drake, you got J. Cole, you got Kendrick. I right. I hear that, but I'm saying because it's such a a flash. There's a couple of things that are taking place in in the music industry that are that have been affected, and a lot of it too stems from the the idea of what Chance was right. The idea of SoundCloud, right? The idea that nobody is selling records anymore. Everything is streaming, mm -hmm. right? Um, so just those two. Like, those two. And then, yeah, just those two that are on the top of my head. Because I was going to try to create a three, a third one, but that would not be good. But just those ideas of, like, stream, like, streaming services alone and independent markets, right? So we have all these flash-in-the-pan artists that are popping popping up, right? So now, like, like Jack Har like I'm going to use Jack Harlow because, like, it's fresh. He maximized Kentucky and then he got signed to a record label, right? And then we just talked about it right now. Uh, Takashi or Tadashi 6ix9ine maximized his market and now it's popular. We see all these rappers that are consistently going on. And almost for me appears that as much as I want to give like Ode, and of course I can reference individuals like Biggie and I can reference individuals like Talib right. and like, and those guys, because that's our generation, like the older we get, like who's going to maintain that banner and again because like yes drake he's appealing to a oh jay-z is never gonna get off the list i'm not saying getting off the list i'm saying who's going to give reverence to that list though oh because that's that's what i'm saying at this is what i'm saying let another sound switch happen you're gonna have about a thousand rappers fall off absolutely okay you feel you're what right, i'm saying you're right, you're right, and this is right. this is the difference this is the this is the thing and this is an MC talking. If you look at the history of rap, rapidity rap would never die because that is the purest form of the art. You right. You right. That's the purest of the art form. Think about the rappers that are successful to this day, even the new school ones. Drake knows how to be a pop, how to be a pop right. act You're and right. a rapidity rap rapper. He appeals to both. Kendrick is a rapidity rap rapper. J. Cole is a rapidity rap rapper. you right. Big Sean, a rapidity rap rapper. Jay-Z, to this day, you know how, this is why Jay-Z is just freaking amazing to me. He is still rapidity rap, and it is progressing with time. you right. F flawlessly. you right, you right. Without changing who he is. Absolutely right. I think People like L.O. Cool J fell off. Because he changed who he was. You're right. I think for me, you know I what think, I'm saying? I honestly was, I think, also just speaking out of a place of concern. No, it's nothing to be concerned about because, like I said, it's flat. It's, it's, it's tears. This is, how, this is how I always look at rap music. It's tears. You flash of the pen, then you got, you got flash of the pen, then you have some like little Uzis. Little Uzi is like, no, but thing about Lil Uzi is he's leading the pack in his genre. You feel what I'm saying? He leads that pack. So the other ones are gonna follow where he goes. If he's able to stay, 
then you have a couple of these little ones stay. Then you go to like the next tier. You got people like, um, I mean, my perfect example, this is Kanye. Kanye is not the best rapper, but what Kanye is smart at, he knows how to dictate the sound. So that's how he stays relevant. He noticed this after late registration graduation you heard Kanye kind of stop talking about being the best rapper and talking about I just want to be like Michael I didn't, he's trying to be the best artist yeah so he's now he might I'll be honest with you we gotta be honest Kanye might be out of here he might not get his spot back because he took some turns that just might not give him back right. but Kanye would never ever fall off as a producer because he's not afraid to take a risk. These rappers right here, these young ones, they're afraid to take a risk because they can't take a risk. They don't know anything about a risk. Right. They just know how to be vibe. <laughs> That's real. Chance the Rapper came in. I remember when Chance the Rapper first came out. And he just, okay, let me switch my sound up a little bit. Okay, boom. I'm like, he's not afraid to take a risk. And he's still rapidly rap. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So it was like, the art form is never going to die. That's good. The sounds is going to switch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The sound is going to switch all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Atlanta was dirty south, super strong. Right. Now we at a uh, at a, a hybrid sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you know what I'm saying like ASAP Rocky was East Coast, but he added a um a Master P type of bounce to his right. music. Right. Right. So now he created a new flow. You know what I'm saying? Like a new sound. People are now are reaching back to Kanye's 808s and heartbreak, heartbreaks and just adding a 2018 version of yeah. it. Yeah. Drake changed R&B forever. Right. Yeah. He literally changed the sound of hip-hop. Right. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, R&B singers don't sing. <laughs> R&B singers don't sing. They don't sing anymore because of Drake. Mm-hmm. I was telling my girl that. She was like, no, I said, no, Drake is responsible for the way R&B sounds now. Yep. That's real you know what I'm talk. saying? That's real talk. He changed it. Sooner so or later, that, mm-hmm. that changed it for me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, but then again, you have artists like her. My God. Who's able to say, I'm going to take a little bit of this new school, but I'm going to always keep that old school very relevant. We're going to keep them vocals in place. My God. You got people <laughs> like Daniel Caesar. Let's keep it R&B. Yes. But I'm going to give you a young feel to it. Absolutely. But then there's another tier, right? So that's like the purest form. Daniel Caesar, her. Her. Then you got another tier. You got the Tory Lanez. Yeah. And then you got the The Bryson Tillers. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just got to see the tiers. You know what I'm saying? So You you laid that perfectly. It is, You laid that perfectly. Yeah, Yeah, you really did, bro. Daniel Caesar's, the her's. The you know the other other talented yeah you know, and then you got somebody like who's leading the pack who will always lead the pack because he's never afraid to take a risk. Chris Brown, he could operate within the he Tiller lane. In, he could go any way you want to go R and B. Operating the her Daniel Caesar lane, and he's he still rap dancing. Rap, rap. I'll rap with you. Yeah. Let's go. You're right, you're right. He's leading the pack. Th- you know th- what I'm th- saying? Th- Thanks for getting me back to yeah. Back, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is. That's, you know, but like I said, that's what we talk about uh, Nikki and M. I want to. They can't. What's up? I, I, I want to sign for real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is going to be real quick. No, no, go ahead. Her. Oh, my. Yeah, her project goodness. is 
fire. Amazing. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You don't understand, yeah. man. Like I've been stuck on it too. Dude, I've just all I've been listening to. Yeah. And you the way that you laid that I say the way that you laid that perfectly. Right. Was because her has a song with Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Yes. It's called Could Have Been. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Yes. Yeah. And it operates in that vein. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can be R&B yeah. in its purest form. Yeah. And you can also be that hybrid. Mm-hmm. You could do either or that mm-hmm. the musicality of yes. it do. See? I'm on a sidebar. She couldn't have picked a... Let me finish this one no, point. I got you, she couldn't have picked a better artist to be on that record. To me. Yeah. Because she's and showing people like, I'm not just exactly, one lane. I could do anything. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Like, yeah. she is... Her is a man. I sound like I got a little crush on her, which I kind of do. But <laughs> like, she's that girl is amazing. Yeah, she gets she it. is amazing. And even even at the BET Awards, oh she smashed it, bro. She smashed like, it. Like she smashed it. Like she's amazing. She gonna be around for a long time. Oh yeah. But go ahead. Do your yeah. Thing. yeah. I'm just gonna say just a sidebar that not just the her album, but I'm really looking forward to this Tori Kelly album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to talk about the yeah. goat? Tori Kirk is the goat. Kirk is, hey, yeah, Kirk is never the alone. Hey, hey man, bro, hey, and man. how they Kirk how they the approach that Ham- that Hamilton joint? Yeah, I remember when she performed that, performed that at the Stellar. So I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't I didn't know that the storm was coming. Yeah. That buddy came. Yeah. When does it come out? Next Friday? Yeah, man. next week. God help you to love the way that you love me, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hey man, I'm gonna be honest with you. They she gotta, gotta stop with Jonathan McReynolds too. Yeah. Probably come out tomorrow, right? That, is that the video Wait a that minute, the tomorrow? video is coming out tomorrow. When does when does their album come out? The 14th. Okay, all right. But I'm the single come out tomorrow yeah, with John McReynolds. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna say this, you know, stop giving Ariana Grande these tributes. Just let Tori take them from here. Right. Thank yeah. you for your service, Ariana. Thank you. You're doing too much. You know. Tempting my pastors and whatnot, you know, but my man couldn't <laughs> help himself. He had to take that swipe. To, I said, "Man, if you go," I was like, "Did he really?" He did, bro. <laughs> I was like, "Yo," what? I was like, "Nah." I was like, "Nah." Tori, at least Tori would have been modest. Like, what <laughs> even? What? What was even more so disrespectful was just. Well, not more so disrespectful because touching her was just ultimate disrespect. Yeah. The Taco but Bell like, joint. The Taco Bell yeah. joint. It's just like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, don't. Di- that's her given name, fam. Yeah. Don't disrespect her it's given name like that. Day. Talking about, I thought it was a Taco Bell something mm-hmm. new at the time. Like, come on, bro. You don't. don't yeah, do he that. really did go in for that kill. Though. He did. Like, dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, man. But let me ask y'all this question, man. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about MGK's diss to Eminem? I liked it. I, I gotta check it. it out. You didn't check. You haven't listened to it. I yet. liked it. I liked it. He's, let's talk about it's it. It's formidable. Yes, it's formidable. Yeah, it is. It it's is formidable. And it's he kind of put Eminem on blast too. Yeah. He. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He caught talking about Eminem putting in calls to the label, yeah. telling him to stop talking about my daughter, yeah. stop saying this, stop saying that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He really, he really put him on blast. Yeah. He Eminem need to come back at him too. Just because of what he said. Yeah, he like, has to address a lot of yeah, he things now. It. You know, it's like I don't know. I, I I'm like what you said. I don't understand why I did. Although I enjoy the names, I didn't understand why he had to call them out like that. Right. Because I felt like, bro, like you. Sh- if anybody should be used to criticism by now, it should be Eminem. Absolutely. 
So if like people are not liking your last album, which was really trash. Mm-hmm. Probably one of your worst albums. What was the last album? Uh, Revival. Revival. Yeah, that was trash. That was trash. Hot Garbaggio. And then you get mad for people calling it trash. You go. It's like you took a list of names. Like, oh, you dissed me. Okay. Okay, I got you. And he just went off. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I, th- I don't know, man. But the, the Joe Button situation mm-hmm. raises some questions. Yes, it does. I got to ask y'all this question. When did Eminem get the status of being unbeatable as an MC? I think it's what you said earlier. Is when he figured out the target market that would accept anything. That's what it is. Is it? Because people talking like he can't be touched out here. Here's talk to me, Chris. <laughs> talk to me, Chris. Here's here's what I'll say. Okay, it wasn't even that. Like it wasn't even when he found that target audience. When he. Okay, first of all, I think I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. I have a couple of thoughts <laughs> that just hit me too. So, because have you been hearing this? Let's I have, talk. I okay. have. Like, okay, well, he's the, the 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 top the top dog MC. He's unbeatable as an MC, and it's just like I don't necessarily. I'm about to drop a fact on these. I don't necessarily here. buy into that. I don't need. No, I don't like. Here's the thing. Like, and I touched on this a little bit a little while ago. Eminem, when he was dropping music, he was very relatable. Right. He was very relatable. That's the thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and Charlemagne actually touched on this a little bit too. He said, "Not a lot of black people could identify that's right with what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Black people are what a minority. Yes, man, black you said are the minority. You talk you know about it. He's talking you like talking. I talk. The stuff that Eminem was going through, the people in the majority." Are going most of them are going through the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That is that is it. That's it's like, that's just what it is. That's Eminem it. reached that plateau because the people that were behind him, they identified with that. Mm-hmm. They pushed him to the top. So I'm saying he makes music for for a certain demographic. Yeah. He audience. makes music for a certain yeah. So you are also, right. You are right. Yeah, you are I would right. say this too. And and let me know if I'm wrong, right? Like, how do I say this? And I think people shouldn't be afraid to say that he's a white rapper that makes hip hop music for white audience. Right, right. And I would say too, like, also sometimes black we, people rock with him though. That's yeah, a thing. Yeah. We rock. We with give him respect. No, because yeah. I think we got to say no, this because no, I think sometimes I, no, people. I'm, no, I'm not dissing that. Yeah, yeah because not. no, I'm gonna tell you why. Because somebody told me to. Somebody told me it was like. Um, they were asking me I pee and I said yo um, my boy said exactly what my boy posted this on Facebook another homie of mine said exactly what you said he was like you're tripping and everybody's black here alright so I commented I said my boy I'm gonna say E I'm gonna put his name out there I was like E got a point what he what you said is what he said and I said he has a point my boy responded back and was like, "You guys are hating on him because he's white." It's not hating on him. What? Nobody's hating on him. I would also. 
what are you getting at? I think sometimes too, like we give people clout because of who they're connected to when they first started. See, now you're taking it to another level that people don't want to talk about. You, you know, people don't want to talk about and I, that. And my thing is, like, we we recognize Dr. Dre as one of the greatest producers. Yeah, of, that's a fact. Of, of all that's time. That's a fact. And I think sometimes, like, because of how people started, we don't take the trajectory of how they're ending. So we consistently, I mean, like, this is a fact. And I'm going to say something, and I'm going to get, I'm gonna, I know people might not agree with this. Kirk Franklin would still be the greatest producer of all time. But after Hero, some of them records start falling off. Like there was only like two, two or three joints. Doesn't take away his greatness, because when he started connecting himself with other artists and being able to bring them up, we we're like, yo, like this stuff might have been dated, but you're giving a refreshing sound to something mm-hmm. special. Real? So my thing is like with him, like we knew he started with Dre, we knew like he was Dre's artist, and it was like, man, we ain't never heard anything like that before. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we take, you know, it's just that whole thing, like. Right. We want to keep. Sometimes we want to pe- keep people in that particular box, like right. we want to keep them in that ninety-eight box, forgetting like there we go, bro. Like there these, we go. There, there's some things that have been lost. There's some sounds that haven't been consistent. Come on now. Like sometimes people want to get out the formula. It's like man, stay within the formula. Like don't you don't gotta leave the formula because the formula is working. Or update the formula. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying like do the 2.0. Two, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like the update that's been coming on your computer. <laughs> click update. You know what I'm okay, saying? Don't yeah. ignore it no more. <laughs> like it's been a, you know what I'm saying? Because you know how it is when your phone start lagging when you don't update. Yeah, which and then you start that. and then you don't start seeing the emojis and stuff right, like that. That's right. what's happening with Eminem right, right now. Right. The, he ain't seeing certain emojis. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's a great way to <laughs> you put don't it. See it. He didn't see that they changed the gun to green right you know what I'm saying? They, got the black gun. <laughs> they took the black one out it's like nah y'all doing too much let's change it to the laser yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. he doesn't yeah. know that mm-hmm. so he's rapping like that that's real and this is the thing that i'm trying to figure out when did he become the unbeatable mc so let's talk about it you Man, tell I think, me i think y'all already brought it out well honestly there's another i think just his aggressiveness and wordplay alone kind of instilled like a fear mm. in, in other MCs right in other MCs heart right and that's what you're supposed to do as a rapper you know what I'm saying go ahead he won't, no, no he, I'm he, good he, go ahead go ahead I think also his come the way that he's come back mm-hmm. from his silence has made him the unbeatable rapper right remember like when Michael Jackson came out with uh like the album with like uh, with butterfly on it mm-hmm. and like rock yeah, my invincible. world and how it's like invincible album so mm-hmm. like it was like that break that he came back and then it was a dope album that's probably one of the dopest albums that I, I love the album but it was like people were like man this is the greatest thing I've ever heard like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen right I feel like that same way with him like he'll have his fall off and when he comes back it's like we've been oh, waiting for yeah, like, we've been right, waiting for this right, we've been, and right. then he'll fall off yeah. and then he'll come back to the like BT cypher cut the it. music and people like Oh my goodness, we've been waiting for this. You know what I mean? And I, all along, there's been all this dopeness yeah. that has been taking place. You know what I mean? Like, for me, like, yes, the Invincible album was like the, uh, an amazing album, not just because it was Michael Jackson, but it had Dark Child production on it. Yeah. It had, like, just great, like, just great writers. Right. But th- through that 2000, 2001, that was just a great season of music. Right, like, right. 112, yeah. the Usher 8701 album. Right. All the beats, all the B2K, all the Chris Brown stuff, like right. all that pop R&B sound. So it's just kind of like I feel the same way with him. We get this, we get this like 
this space, and then he comes back, and it's like, yo, because he's a legend. It because you a nostalgic kind of bro, thing. exactly. Yeah. And you're holding on and you're waiting for it, and then be like, and then instead of we like what we say, we give people passes, you know, oh, yeah. like we give him too many passes. We, we give people passes, so yeah, it's like it. it's it. not because it's the greatest thing. We it's just because he, he's a legend. So you're like, oh. So I want to, I want to, I want to like shed some light on something for people to, who, who probably don't know this. All right. So I think people don't realize. Right, so we talk about like people really talk about him like he's the unbeatable MC, right? Yeah. So like people be like, "Oh, I want him to just come back and just murder MGK. I want him just to come back and like just just deal with Joe Button." I'm not confident that he really can. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think happened. I think the movie Eight Mile put people in the hypnoti- in the hypnotized state. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. I really no, do. No, I feel you. I could just see it, bro. Yeah. I think it made people look like, oh my God, like this dude just. So let's talk about it. Sure, sir. Yeah. In real life, Eminem lost that battle against Lotto. It was a tank top dude, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a dude named Juice who was a legendary freestyle battler who Eminem lost to. Mm-hmm. He lost that battle, yo. Yeah, this is Eminem. So the whole unbeatable MC thing, it don't never phase me because I'm looking like, look it up on YouTube, bro. Wait, are you talking about in real life? In real life, he lost that battle. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, he's, it was like the Rap Olympics. This is a legendary battle against Juice. It's a dude named Juice uh-huh. in, versus Eminem at the championship. Same lyrics? No, it's not the same okay, lyrics. No, this is... The, for the movie it was commercialized. This is real, real life. You're talking re- about a real life this battle. This is a real life battle that Eminem lost. Oh, wow. So that's why I always looked at, like, I, I told my homie that. I said, yo, why do you have this perception of Eminem as being unbeatable? Any, I'm going to tell you something. Any MC can be touched. Bro, you I was, that's been going through my mind. Anybody. Anybody can be touched. Jay-Z got caught with ether on a bad, awkward spot. Yeah. Now look, this is reality. If Ether would have came right after Takeover, I don't think it would have had the same impact. It would have been like, nah, but yo, this song, like you said, yeah. this song. But like, Eminem could be touched, bro. Like I know he's like the super rhyme scheme words, everything. But it's like it, it goes back to this in a rap battle. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah, you got to say something. You can rhyme words, but if you ain't saying nothing, then what are you saying? So, what 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 Joe Buttons was saying on his podcast was real. Like, and that's how I, I was telling people. I was telling um, my homie this. So, like, when you have a battle, there's a battle. There's two battles going on. There's a battle between the between there's the the, the, the normal battle. And then the bad the MC is trying to get a ooh ah reaction out of the crowd, mm-hmm. right? At the same time that battle was going on, you're actually battling your opponent. Where there's moments where only you and that person know, I'm giving you the business right now. Right. right. You might not hear like that's why you have some of these rap battles and they like rewatch it again, check the tape because like you could do the lyrical, miracle stuff. And then the other person could be a little bit more simpler, but he cutting a little bit more deeper 
and you could look in that person's eye like, yep, mm-hmm. you fade, you about to fade in a minute. Mm-hmm. You can't keep up the lyrical smell because I'm cutting you right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing up some things. My rebuttals <laughs> is a little bit too potent right now. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. So that's why I think, and that's why I think MGK's response was so spot on because he was like, you are the dopest, one of the dopest of all time. But you're still a punk because when I dissed your daughter, you told Daddy you didn't come at me like a man. You looked at me like a punk. And I'm going to let the world know you did that. And on top of that, we're tired of that talk. We're tired of you acting like you are untouchable. You're not untouchable. I'm tired of your sweatsuit. I'm tired of the way you look. Like, he just just he, he just <laughs> ran talk. down the list. It was like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of this. Now go look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like, yo, for reals, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. And that's why I believe, man, I don't know if he wants this Joe Button smoke. Because Joe, Joe Button go for the jug. Joe Button is a different type of animal, man. He goes for the jug, for real. You see Drake bypass that. Oh, yeah, he didn't know. He didn't even know that route. smoke. He like, hey, nah, okay, Meek. Yeah, like, because <laughs> Joe Button is a different type of dude, and Joe Button is ready for this. Like, he's ready. Because he has nothing to lose. Do you think if M- – you think if Eminem says something to Joe in a in a in a in a record, you think Joe would say something back? I think Joe already. I personally think Joe already got like five joints ready. <laughs> I really, because he's that type of like obsessive type of rapper. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, like and he's so methodical. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think he already has records ready, and he has them at certain potencies. Right. So I think he's like, okay, if M come at me hard, I got level five ready. Just waiting. You come at me sideways just a little bit. I got level two. I'm going to bait you in. Then I'm going to hit you with the level four. Yeah. If you really want to go further, then I'm going to hit you with the level five. You know what I'm saying? That's really yeah. uh, I just think that, you know, like this whole thing about Eminem being unbeatable is just kind of weird to me. I'm like, yo, bro, anybody can get touched, bro. In reality, who has Eminem ever beefed with? He ain't really never beefed with nobody of note. Like Benzino. Yeah, Benzino. He inherited um, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mariah Carey. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Dude? And then he inherited uh, 50's beefs. Yeah, but that's not really nothing. Like, yeah, he didn't 50, say nothing. Yeah, really. 50 was already dealing with that. Yeah. And Ja did give him some bars, though. Mm-hmm. Gave him some bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think but even with that, though, that's more of a popularity thing at that point. Yeah. You no, know, they were already doing their thing. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I just think that... um. I must say, I don't think Eminem's time is over. At all. Because he has that fan base. He's not making music for us anymore. That's just reality. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he's doing. Um, but if he comes at Joe Button, which he has to. He has to. That's what I'm saying. Like, Just like Joe Button was talking at MC language. There's like the, He said that, and I was listening to it. I was like, yo, this dude. Like he questioned everything as an MC about Eminem, mm-hmm. and he did it purposely. Like he was he was pushing buttons that he knew like he has to respond to right. this. Right. He has to respond, and Eminem can't let it slide. Like the real rap nerds is like you can't let that slide. Right, right. You have to you have to address that. You gotta come back. You have to respond. Like he questioned him like in every possible way. So, do you think Eminem is gonna respond? Um, I think so. How long do you think it's going to take? Who knows? Honestly. 
but I think the person that responds or the person that that responds the hardest is the person that loses that they have nothing to lose. Joe doesn't have a thing to lose. Not in the rap game. He already said he retired. And plus Joe is going into, you know, going into media. you know the media game. You know what I'm saying? Just signed that deal with Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know, just got the, the the show over at Revolt, you know. So with Remy. Yeah, with Remy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. But Joe was giving that boy the business, bro. Like, it's crazy because the thing about that podcast that was just so nuts to me was when Joe basically said we had to sit in a studio and act like what we was hearing from Eminem was dope. Mm. I was like, what? (laughs) Like. He was giving. So you mean it actually wasn't dope to y'all? Like he was like he was like we had basically had to like act as if this stuff like was. You, you gotta hear that. It was podcast, dope. Man. You gotta listen to it, bro. But yeah, man. I did. Oh, but buttons podcast called again. The Joe, Joe Button podcast. podcast. Dig that. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm gonna just lit. Yeah. But this last episode is legendary. Yeah, bro. Right? He yeah. waits. Yeah, I takes Chris early. Yeah, he takes me like seven. I was like, bro, you need to listen to this. I was pleading with people on, on Twitter, like, please listen yeah. to this episode. I'm gonna listen man. to it again on the way home, too. dude. Cause he dropped the he dropped the video for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching that too, and I was like, dude, he's not playing. Dog, he was like, he was like, he was like. He was like, and I want you to to drop your diss outside of your album roll uh, rollout. Let me know that means something to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The way he was talking to him, bro, it was like he has to respond. He can't just like, I'm too big for this. I'm going to ignore it. You can't. You can't do that. You can't. No. He was. Joe seemed like he was sunning. He was sunning. He was. This is what he said. And I want to ask you this question. If you tell me, I want to know. Okay. He said the reason why, oh man, when he said this kind of, this is a gut punch for me hearing it. He was like, he was like, he said, I wasn't mesmerized by you when we were working together because I'm better than you. He was like, you ain't said nothing in the latter, in the last 10 years. He said, I've been better than you for the last decade. He said, I've been better than you for he the better literally part of the decade. said that. Bro, he dis- disrespects. He has to say That's something. That's disrespect. He said, <laughs> he said, I looked at you and I was like, I'm better than him. Dog. I've heard Joe Button say how much he loves Eminem. When he said that, I was like, this is took a turn. That yeah. Eminem has Eminem to respond now. This this is like URL status at this point. Like, like okay, this, okay. you can't let this slide. This is the thing. Eminem, the reason I I wholeheartedly agree with you when he says Eminem has to respond because the reason his Eminem's whole pedigree <laughs> is off of battling. That's it. Come on now. And when Papa Doc. <laughs> And when a dude, <laughs> when a dude comes and says, "I'm better than you," you and have I have to been respond so for the better part of a decade, I'm gonna tell y'all this right now, man. As a rapper, I don't care who it is. If Lecrae 
came and told me that to my face. Right. I'm going to have some bars for Lecrae. Let's do it. We're going to have to see some things. It's the nature. It's the it's, sport. It's the bad. It's a sport, bro. You cannot let that happen. That's like, no. You can't. He has to respond. And back. he said it with conviction. He didn't say it softly. He was like, bruh. And he was like, those bars you spit at me was trash. I'm not getting out the bed for that. I was like, yo, this cat is. But okay, that's what I was going to tell you. So I, I listened. I watched Crooked Eyes live stream. He said there's a lot of things he agreed with. And there's a lot of things he disagreed with. He said that they did try to put money into the second album. He said he's glad that Joe finally admitted that. He mentally checked out of the group. He said, like, Joe wouldn't respond. So, like, they had their trying meetings and trying to make music. He said, instead of telling us, you know, I'm not feeling this no more, he said he just mentally checked out. Mm. So, like, he would just leave us hanging on stuff. He wouldn't show up or he'll be halfway about a lot of different things. Um, he said, but he said, like, to make it seem like Eminem and them didn't want to invest in Slaughterhouse, he said that's not fully true. Right. He said, they did put money behind us. They did try to get the studio. He said, but I think Joe got to the point where he just didn't want to rock with it no more. And it just kind of halted the whole process. Right, right. Um, he didn't say what he did agree on, though. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed. Another thing I noticed, too, Joel Ortiz was like, yo, don't try to hype up no issues. He's I have no issues with Joe Buttons. He was like, what's going on between him and him? Is, that's between them. Right. We haven't heard from Royce yet. And I'm going to give everybody a hot take. Joe Button said it, but I said this to the homie not even too long ago. Me personally, I think Royce the 5'9 is a better all-around MC than Eminem. Mm, that's a hot take. He could rap as good as Eminem. But I think he makes better. Joe Button said it on his podcast. He makes better music. True. Now I don't know if it's because I'm black and I just relate to that yeah. story a little bit more. Yeah. But I'm talking about even lyrical ability and technique and skill. Mm-hmm. Like, I man, I got some Royce mixtapes. Right. And that boy, whoa, He's going. He is an animal. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like he does play around with schemes and everything like that, but he does it in a way where I could still follow along and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like you say, Eminem, he he missing emojis. He ain't updating a right. while, so he just out yeah. here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just rapping to be rapping, you know what I'm saying? And saying names in between bars. Yeah. like. So I just think Royce is a better all-around MC because if you listen to that Bad Meets Evil album. Right, 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 right. Royce was smoking. Eat. He was eating on there. He was smoking. I was like, you... See, you know, I don't know. He made M look kind of like dated mm-hmm. in, in some of those songs. Yeah. And that song Lighters that blew up with him and Bruno Mars. Yeah. That was Royce's song first. I remember hearing something about that. That was Royce's song. Yeah. Then they did a bad music. He's like, yo, this M get on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, yeah, that's my take on it all right now. So I think Joe, I think Joe might give it to him, but we're going to see. So, man. Hey, man, we're going to see. We're going to see. I hope, I hope it happens. I but hope. he got it. Hey, this, I'm gonna tell you this right now, Eminem. Look, I think you one of the greats. You know where you where you at. That's up to people to decide. That's not up to me. Yeah. Um, but when you respond, lean D to a lot of it. Don't contact Fifty Cent. I don't want to hear Fifty Cent voice on the record. Right. Don't contact Royce. Leave Dre out of it. I want you to man up and take this thing one on one. 
You know what I'm saying? You need to address Joe. You need to address MGK. You want to do it on the same song, M? Do it. If you want separate songs, that even be better. Yeah. But I want you to come up into this ring, get in the middle of that square circle, and handle that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you don't, you move it down some slots. That's real. We, we're taking you down some of these slots. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Papa Dot ain't real. <laughs> Joe Papa real. Dot. He's not Papa Doctor's <laughs> fiction. Hey, hey, somebody tweeted Joe Buttons. He was like, uh, he was like, man, somebody tweeted Joe Buttons like, Eminem about to give you work. And then he responded back. He was like, I'm not Papa Dot. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yo, this dude is wow. like, bruh, look at his Twitter feed, bruh. He wants it bad, yeah. bro. I and Joe Bunn is retired. He was like, this is going to be a great great, way, great way for me to end my career. It's smoking you. Wow. I was like, this dude is... It is getting real. He want all the smoke. He, he said, the, the moment you respond, I'm about to cut you up. I was like... Uh, it is getting real. Yeah, I'm all ready for this. Yeah, man. And this could be a... um, This could be historic. This is... Good. It could. This could change some things. It could. could. Now, I just want to ask you this question before we get up out of here. Is Eminem and Jay-Z on the same level? Oh. As GOAT status? Oh, man. That is a great question. Because people talk about Eminem like, like, dude, Jay-Z is that guy, bro. Yeah. No. No, No, right? No. They're not on the same. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to tell you one reason why. Mm -hmm. It's the same discussion that we have. Versus everybody else, and it is not so much just about the skill, but it's how the surrounding, the surrounding impact. It's the impact. The it's the impact. How the stars align. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right about it's the that. impact. It's the impact. All right, look. Before we get up out of here, let's talk about the cap and Nike. All right, let's do it. Because you know people really, people really talking crazy right now. Stop burning shoes. Real talk. I never thought I'd see it this bad. I'm like, for real? Yeah. So, how y'all feel about this Nike? Well, they already—he was already signed. They mm-hmm. never got rid yeah, of. Yeah, they him. never got rid of. Him. I think people need to realize that, like, he's—he's he's been signed. Right. Um, they just re-upped his deal mm-hmm. and decided to use him for this campaign. Yeah. Um, how do y'all feel about that partnership now? Um. Okay. Um. I first of all, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm for it. I stand I with Cat. I love it. I stand with Cat. Okay. All right. Um at work today, because I knew we were gonna talk about this. So at work today I was watching uh Colin Coward. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching his show on the FS1. Right. And he he was saying some really like dope stuff. I don't. I'm normally not a fan of Colin Coward, but right. um, he be wishy watching. Right, exactly. But he was saying some pretty, like, sound stuff. Right. And he said exactly how I felt, and this is how I felt. So Nike has always been the brand to not care right. necessarily That's a fact. about what what go what is about the hardships that one of their athletes is going through. Right. You know what I'm saying? If we gonna stand by you, we gonna stand yeah. by you. Case in point, Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Tiger Woods got into trouble, he started going through his stuff. Every other, every other endorsement that he had, he lost dropped him. Buick dropped him. AT and T dropped him. EA Sports dropped him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then they, they did. Yeah, they gave sure they gave had that. they gave the game to Rory McIlroy, and he don't even have the game no more. I'm hot. They I think they about to give it back to Tiger though. Hey, sidebar. You know Tiger shot a 62 today. Ooh, that boy back. <laughs> he getting this. He getting that Chris drive back. back. He getting that Chris <laughs> drive back. He getting that mojo yeah. back. I was watching him hit the ball. I was like, okay, yeah. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yeah. He, got, he got that. He got that back in order, bro. Yeah, yeah. he getting it back. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, Nike. They don't. They don't back away from their from their from controversy. Right. Tiger Woods. They sure don't. Kobe. Kobe. But Colin Coward said something. Said something so profound. He said. The number one controversy that they never backed away from was Charles Barkley. Yeah. Remember the campaign yeah. when Charles Barkley was I'm like, a, I'm not a role I'm model. I'm not a role model, yeah. You know what I'm saying? People was hot about that. The people like, was like, hot what? about that. Yeah. People didn't want, people boycotted Nike for that. Mm-hmm. People stopped going to Suns games for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to football games because of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. People aren't watching the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick. But Nike, <laughs> Nike is out here. They standing behind their people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it still hangs the Nike jerseys, right? Absolutely. They, they just, just re-upped. re-upped the deal. Eight years in March, <laughs> and they said the NFL. Nike didn't even tell the NFL anything about the Colin Kaepernick thing. Were they, they just, supposed to? They just dropped it on them. They didn't have to do that. Deal with it, checkmate. I bet they, bro. Oh, and peep this. You know they just bought airtime to air the Colin Kaepernick up in on, on tonight. tonight. I saw it, bro. You, know, you saw it? I seen it. Did you see the commercial? I seen the that's one. the one that's on IG. Yes. Yeah, it's the one. It's a it's oh, the full like, version. Yeah, they got a full version. Like two I saw the two-minute yeah. joint. Yeah. Yeah. It's so lit. Bro, it's saucy. so fire. It's saucy. Hey, power to the people. I yeah. just think man, power to all people. I, I back you up, Chris. Like I think not just. I think Nike has really done a great job, mm-hmm. even with the Serena Williams situation. Absolutely, the cat suit situation. Um, and it's yeah, just that was like, dope. That yeah. was really dope. I, yeah. I think, I, I think, like that. My struggle is, is I feel like we're we're fighting the wrong thing. I feel like, and people know it too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's so sad. Absolutely, it. you know, it's like we're fighting we're fighting the wrong thing, man. And it's like, man, like. I don't, man. I and sometimes I feel like the people, the, the people that are fighting, the people that shouldn't be fighting but should be defending, right? And it's like, I, I'll, we'll talk about that off air. But like, you know, I just really think like, man, like Kaepernick should be playing football. Absolutely. I think he's that, gonna win this case. I think individuals really need to like. We really need. I think we just need to do some heart check. Right. I think even for us, like that, are with capping, are celebrating the fact that like we need to make sure that our celebration doesn't turn into hatred towards those that are are being naive to the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's still a two way. It's still a two way street. Right. You know, so it's kind of like that thing of like, no, we're going to defend those who are weak. We're going to defend those that are hurting. But at the same time, like, may our defense never turn into hatred, but may it always stay in the lane of love. That's real. Because it's just that thing of, like, even even a good thing, if it's not watered, if it's not tended to properly, 
can turn into the thing that it was not supposed to become. This is the question I have for you guys. Why are people so upset about this? Because, again, bored. That I, I, I think sometimes people want to attach this, themselves to something without doing the foundation of what they're attaching it to. Right. So if it appears anything that causes them to be uncomfortable, there's no research behind it. There's no research behind it. It's just like, let me just be upset because all my friends are mad and right. I don't want to feel left out. So right. I'm going to be mad too. It's fake outrage. I, I, I said that today to somebody. And, uh, I, don't, I don't know. If You're burning Nikes though. I love what people said. Like people said, man, instead of burning Nikes, why don't you don't donate those Nikes? The only thing that only things that I've destroyed are things I feel like are not benefiting me spiritually and I didn't feel like it was going to benefit somebody else you know like that's the only time you see me breaking something or like you know like this is not this is not going to be beneficial to anybody right but my thing is like man like there are man I I come across a ton of homeless people that don't got clothes that don't got shoes man there is a salvation army that is going to take those Nikes if it's really that serious I think that people man like first of all the president spun this Took a turn for the worse, right? You know, he spun it as it always does when he's talking about <laughs> stuff, and then, the, and then the media put another spin on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think what Nike is trying to do is like, let's get it back on message. Mm-hmm. We're gonna partner with you. We're gonna partner with you. This is a global brand, so this is crazy. He's gonna get his own shoes and everything. Mm-hmm. Like this is crazy, mm-hmm. but we're gonna put it back on message. But I think people are stuck on something that he never even talked about right like he said it clearly like i went to go rewatch his first um press conference about when he it. was in the locker room yes and he talked about he said it very articulate and he clearly said um because somebody asked him like how you think this to make the military feel and he was like yo i have respect for the military he said i'm he said I'm doing this because they fought and died for the right for me to speak up for them. Right. He said, there's military coming back. There's veterans coming back who are not even being treated properly on this land that they're fighting for. Right. He's like, so that needs to change in this country as well. Like he was so clear about what he was standing, Mm -hmm. what he was protesting for. I am baffled by people who are literally just want to be fake mad right. and say it's unpatriotic. No. It's not patriotism. It's racism. Yeah. They, fake patriotism. Yeah. That's all it is. And they don't want to discuss that. But right. Like, I posted that on my on my Facebook page and I said, I'm going to leave this here for a couple of days because Nick Wright from um, First Things First on FS1. He made a great point. He said, for anybody that's upset, he said, why? He said, why? He said, is it, he said, is it because what you say it is basically? Is it because of the unpatriotic? He said, but this person came out and said, hey, I'm, he said he consulted with a veteran. He decided to kneel to honor those that are fighting and who have died, soldiers, to honor them while still bringing awareness to his message, his cause. He said, he also said that he wanted to like, you know, want veterans to get the respect. He said, so 
if you're upset about this, he said, is it because you feel like maybe he said this? And I was like, whoa, he was like, do you feel like maybe black folks have got enough already? He said, is it because you feel like we stopped lynching you 90 years ago? He said this. He said, is it because we hey, we stopped lynching you 90 years ago? We gave you the right to vote 50 years ago. What are you complaining for? Y'all could even go to college on the same rate of us now. He said, so why? And I was like, bruh. That's real. Drop that mic, bruh. That's real. But I'm gonna give, why? I'm going to give an example. So recently at my job, I received some information. Hold on before, before let me finish this real quick. Okay, my fault, bro. I have heard more than one person say that was exact things that he asked why. To be honest, I heard people say like, oh, how can black people complain after you've seen the black president? It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed a lot of things. I heard somebody say, how can you complain? No, I heard somebody say like, man, um, the 50s and 60s are so long ago. So when he said those things, I was like, now if we really want to be real, real, which nobody will be real, this is the reality too. It's a lot of hidden racism. Absolutely. People don't want to. fake patriotism. It's fake patriotism. Like you said, it's in hidden racism. Mm-hmm. So let's be real, real. I've heard this. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So I know what he said was real, and that's why he said it. Yep. I know people don't want to man up and take responsibility for those thoughts. But we know what's out here in this real. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing. And I'll let you continue. People always want to throw up statistics. What about this? What about Chicago? What about this? What about that? Okay. Yeah, that's true. But we're Americans, so we're dealing with it together. Yep. Yep. Don't bring it up to my face like as if we're separate because you're saying we're all in one. Then deal with it like an American. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, there's some underlying things there that we don't. And Colin Kaepernick said this. They said, um, in that press conference, they said, are you scared of what it's going to cost you? He said, well, a lot of people don't want to stand up and do this. He said, but this is not about um, uh, getting anything. He said, I'm not trying to get nothing out of this. He said, what I want to do is make people have uncomfortable conversations so we can unify. His exact words in that first press conference before he was kneeling when he was just sitting. So, like, um, that's why I'm baffled by people's infatuation with this unpatriotic, it's disrespected. Like the whole Pat Tillman, bringing up Pat Tillman, that was weak to me. Right. That right. was weak. This is totally different. That was like, so desperate to yeah. me. It was just like, now you're reaching. Right. Now you're reaching right. because he's kneeling in the in the memory of Pat of right. Pat Tillman. Too. Right. That was just weak to me. And I felt it was like it was low-key insensitive. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, really? Really? Like should I start just bringing up posters of all the Negroes we done hung around this country now? Exactly. Like, come on. Like, I even heard this one dude say, um, you know, when you disrespect the flag, think about it. It's like you're protesting the flag. It's as if somebody come up to you and slap you, and then you get mad at the person. It's like, look, now that I got your attention, it's about this. And I was like, what? I said, would you said that in the 50s? It was a black man that said this. I said, would you have said this in the 50s when it was beating up folks? And racism was about as American as apple pie back then. That was just the way of life. 
people consider it to be unpatriotic when people when black folks is drinking from white only fountains that was considered unpatriotic you know the way this works what are you doing like let's just keep it i don't want i don't like talking with you don't tell me a story with holes in it to back up my you know what i'm saying like like because so recently at my job i see some information i got frustrated about the information okay and i went in okay talk to me give me the name Nah, I went in. <laughs> don't worry about I that. It is. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. To only check my email to realize I didn't do my job. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't handle the appropriate protocol. So not only did I have to apologize once, I had to apologize twice. Right. Actually, three times to be exact. Why do I bring that, that short example in? Uh, people don't do their research. Me included. I, I try not, unless I do my research, I'm doing my best to do a better job of not sharing information or sharing an opinion on particular subjects without research. Because when I'm speaking out of my neck and out of emotions, then I have to apologize or I have to face music or facts that I didn't know were, were true until then. Right. So what the issue is a lot of people are not doing the research. They don't care to do their research. And that's the issue. That's real. Because when we're not doing our research, then we're having un, unethical and uninformed conversations based off of emotions and based off of feelings, mm-hmm. uh, based off of, in comparison to what the true foundation of the issue is. But you know what? What's, what's, what's kind of difficult with that, though, is because when people bring up the research, I this is me, then this is Raynell speaking. I firmly believe that the t- statistics that they bring up in regarding black people aren't accurate. No, and I agree, and I hear what you're saying. And my thing because is, they bring that stuff up, and I hear people say all the time, like, "Oh, the the facts don't care about your feelings." And this is the thing too, like when and I again another example. I remember my junior year, we had to do that was the debate year for our, for our junior project, and one of the things that I made a mistake on is I tried to use on the subject that we were talking about. I tried to use. Um, I didn't do no research on that, buddy. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was horrible. I deserved the grade that I needed to. Not only did the reason why, and the reason why it was horrible, because the subject, I felt like I was most passionate from my personal experience mm-hmm. that I didn't need to find out what the pros nor the cons were. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to approach it. Right, right. So it's like when I do research, I need to do pros and cons mm-hmm. on that situation. Um, and I need to realize that people are, and I, I have to say this, even in the midst of, of the uncomfort of where some people, because some people, because of what their grandfathers did under certain privileges, they're going to probably feel like, well, you know, my grandfather did this and my grandfather did that. And, you know, and they're absolutely correct when they say that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not taking away from your grandfather or your uncle or whoever mm-hmm. in your family line or for, for individuals that that might have created opportunities for jobs right. for people so no you're absolutely correct in that where the issue is is you're not seeing the other side of the scenario yep. of the other people that had to hurt because of because of the freedom that you were given yep right. you know and so i think like we have to do better like if we're supposed to be one of the most advanced countries with with some the, the ridiculous access that we have across the United States, such as libraries and internet and information that is consistently, let us do a better job before we put stuff on Facebook, before we put stuff on uh, Twitter, 
before we start creating wars and scenarios that are not necessary, let's start doing our research first. And from healthy sources. That's right. That's key. From healthy sources and not and and, and not being afraid. There is nothing wrong with have with disagreeing with people. And that's um, the thing. Unless man. it is if, especially if it's done in a healthy manner. And this is the and our issue is if we don't if we don't if I don't agree with you. If if I don't agree, if I don't agree with you, if I don't like the source that now you're my enemy, right? And that it doesn't have to be that way. I can, if you're Republican or Democratic or Independent, I can, I should still be able to have a healthy conversation and not neglect you because of who you agree with. If you're a Trump supporter, man, God bless you. Jesus still loves you, and mm-hmm. I should still be able to treat you with the same respect. If you're a Obama supporter, I should be able to look at you with the same respect. If you decide to to listen to some Otis Redding compared to some Leonard Skinner, I should still be able to love you regardless and, yeah. and show that respect, you know? And I think people are not, are taking it to a, like, well, because you're this way, because you're this way or because you agree with this or because this is your viewpoint, then I can't rock with you. And I'm not sure that that should be that way. I think me. nobody should even live life like that. You got to have both sides of the coin to know and that's, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I have an issue with people that are just so on either side of the aisle. When you so gun ho, I'm Republican, point blank, period. That's not healthy because you're closing off your mind to see the others, like you said, the other side of things. There's another story you need to hear. And that's what I said about the t- statistics. They'll throw that in your face when there's been a history, bro, in yeah. this country of numbers being manipulated to make us look a certain way. I think the reason why people generationally people have been reluctant to do their research and the reason why I put it uh, emphasis on the word generationally Mm -hmm. is because people have been conditioned to think that we are a certain way Mm. that's right that's right people like people have been trained to think that we act a certain way yeah. and talk a certain way and we're not eloquent we, we're not able to articulate right. we're not able to be business right. enterprising smart people yeah, right. you know what I mean right. that's the reason why people have such a negative connotation on black people mm-hmm. let's just put it put it out mm-hmm. let's just put it like that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like you know they like I said they've been they've been conditioned they've been prodded and molded into thinking that we're a certain way that is the that is the exact reason why things are the way they are that's why people don't do the research because they automatically think that what you see is what you get and i think and that's it's not the way to be i'll say this to back back your statement up i think sometimes also the reason why people don't do research in general because they don't want to come to the grips of that they're they're flawed absolutely that's another one you know like i think Man, like, you ever read a good book that, like, you know, a self-help book? Yeah. And then, like, you realize you hit that chapter where it's, like, dang, like, it just write all your business on the walls and it just tells you how whack you are? Like, I feel like sometimes we're really afraid. We talk we talk all this growth talk. We talk all this beast talk. But what made people beasts? They were able to check the areas where they, where they were not good at Man, it's, it's like you ever had one of those moments of life where you you used to think a certain way every week, and then you have a, <laughs> and then like you just have an epiphany like, dang, I've been 
wrong this whole time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't tell nobody, but just like right, I'm gonna correct that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go forth and just correct that. Yep. And I'm not gonna, you know, be a little bit more empathetic in this area. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, or, yeah. This is what I found out, man. And I'm starting to see this. Um, there's a lot of people who are who are who work in the culture but don't know the culture. Yep. Say that one more time, brother. There's a lot of people who work in the culture and don't know the culture. And are not for the culture. And not for the culture. There's a lot of people who love the culture but don't know the culture. I think Dame Dash coined the phrase culture culture vulture. I'm starting to realize that, bro. I'm seeing a lot of different things now. And I'm like, oh, but you like our swag. You like our music. You like our bop, though. Right. Because the thing is, when you, if you for the culture, the culture costs. Come on. Yeah. Come on with it. Come <laughs> on here. Yeah. And people it, need to remember this about Colin Kaepernick. He's white and black. Yes. Yep. He's mixed, bro. I, Bro, I took, like, when you... One of the best classes I've ever I've ever taken in college was my Harlem Renaissance class. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go to Harlem so bad, bro. That was like the best class I took. Harlem Renaissance, man. We can talk about poetry and and music and pain, bro. Pain, mm-hmm. like pain. Right. You you feel me? Like right. good stuff, but it just seemed like it got that it got a dash of red in it. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of yeah. pain. And it's like it's it, man. I agree, man. Like sometimes you believe in something so much that you have to lose everything, right? For it. And it's just kind of like I think people don't want to lose everything. No. He was willing to lose it. He was. He was. Very few. And, and a lot of people think like, oh, you didn't lose anything. Like, no, he did lose something. He, this is a game that this man been playing since he was a child. Hey, I told somebody today they were trying to tell me about Tim Tebow, and I said, if you think Tim Tebow deserved to be in the NFL, then you better believe Colin Kaepernick. Got Colin a Kaepernick deserved. Yeah, he need to be in the NFL. Cause look, man, and okay, I don't mean to get too off subject, but I'm gonna talk. I'm, I'm gonna talk football real quick. Okay, let's just talk skill. Yeah, yo, bro, yo, we 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 on the same way. Like, man. dude, like, just come, just Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback than Tim Tebow. I'll oh, that's say by that. far. Time out. Like, that's by far. Let, no, that's I, not even a question. He was better than a lot of quarterbacks. Dual threat. He's Colin Kaepernick is better than at least six five or, or least six five. Yeah. Yeah. starting quarterbacks that are going to start on Sunday. Boom, boom. Oh, easy. But I mean, like, let's not forget that he did take his team to the Super Bowl. He did. He did. Take him to the the, the, the AFC. NFC, two to the NFC chip three times. Yep. I'm just saying. Well, this man ain't no scrub. I mean, and this is the thing too. Yeah, he had bad seasons, but a lot of players have bad seasons. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre have a bad season before. Brett Favre had plenty of bad seasons. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that I, I I don't know. Flacco Brady. had bad seasons. Tom Brady? Did Tom Brady have any bad seasons? <laughs> that's, 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 that's why he didn't go. You don't see that's that's an alien. That's, you know yeah, that's, that's not a human. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a mutant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Him and Aaron Rodgers is different. Bruh, they, they, listen. They just different. They just on some okay, we getting off subject. I'm, we gonna save that <laughs> for later. I, I'm just yeah, gonna save that know, for I'm, later. But my thing is just like I, I just really, I really feel like 
society with all this information that's given to us, all this access, we got to do a better job of our research. Do a better job of research. Mm-hmm. You got to. Mm-hmm. And when you research and you go into, going according to cultures, know about that culture. Don't take it for surface and face value. You know what I'm saying? Because police have been known to th- throw plant. That's real. Plant and take these. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to talk about it, let's... Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it because that adds statistics that make us look bad. But the yep. true side, the, the the fact of the matter is, mm-hmm. yeah, we done got some drugs planted in that car and we That's in jail. Real. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you put murder cases on. Fa- mm-hmm. I mean, it happens. It, 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 it's <laughs> reality. Hey, they just actually one boy just got freed from something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But think about it. If that never happened, that would be added to the statistics Absolutely. that they're going to throw in your face. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to hear about them numbers. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And this is another thing, too. I don't like hearing this. Oh, where are these athletes at when it's time to give back to the community? I'm daring you in the in the media to drive to that hood. Go into these hoods. Go into the hoods. Go to Oakland and see what Marshawn Lynch does for his Come kids on in. every year before Come school. Come on in. I know for a fact Delaney, uh, Delaney comes to Pomona all the time. Mm-hmm. I know Delaney Walker. Yeah, Delaney mm-hmm. Walker comes to Pomona High all the time. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Just because you don't see it don't mean you have the right to make it seem like they don't mm-hmm. do you, take care of their community. Do you follow Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation? Yeah. One thing that he brought out in one of his messages is that the news will share 70% of the negative things yeah. So a lot of that thirty percent, and sometimes, then even in that thirty percent, I'm like, yo, like there is only so many times I could watch dogs do flips mm-hmm. at the yeah. at the fair. Like, mm-hmm. it's, some, it's, mm-hmm. it's not sexy to show the show the in this climate right now. Mm-hmm. It's not sexy to show Colin Kaepernick giving right to the homeless. It's not sexy. Nick Cannon just bought a wall of socks from the Nike. It's factory. not sexy. They're not gonna put it on TV. Right. So then you don't know. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of people research, work in the culture. <laughs> a lot of people love the culture, but they don't know the culture. For real. Because if you know, then some things you say you wouldn't say. That's and, what I'm saying. And I would say, like, man. Like, I've been seeing a lot of that lately. Predominantly urban, urban black culture is known for giving back. Predom- like, honestly, I learned... I learned that that's where a lot of the like the foundational um, like fraternities and sororities were birthed out of. Yeah, like with with especially that are like famous. Well, I mean, a lot of the games were birthed out of just taking care of the community. I mean, <laughs> I mean, people, the, the Black Panther Party was taking care of the black community. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but it was, but what they did was say like, okay, we're gonna take care of our community the way you take care of your community. So you come into our block talking crazy, I'm going to have my gun. And I got the Real right because talk. I know my rights. Real talk. They, they wasn't ready for that. That was different for them. They was like, yo, you can't walk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was. So what the media do is, oh, see, this is a, this is a hate group. No, they were taking care of the community. They were creating programs for their community to keep kids out of gangs and out of the harm's way of police brutality that was happening rampantly in that community. But when the media put the spin on it, America switches on them, and now you have all these Tupac's mom going to prison and stuff or for stuff they didn't even do. It's been proven, but they're not going back saying like, "Hey, you know, this was wrong. We 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 shed a bad light on this." They just leave it out there because part of the statistic make us look bad. Man, no, man, Black Lives Matter wasn't a bad movement. 
Now, all the methods wasn't great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that goes for anything, though. There's, and that's one thing people got to understand. You know, some people say, like, that's not appropriate time. There's no appropriate time for protesting. It's always it's designed to make you feel uncomfortable. That's the purpose of it. I'm not going to say, hey, man, I'm going to protest on your break, okay? So when you have your 15-minute break, that's when I'm going to come out there with them signs and get in your face. Like, nah, when you at your job, hey, hey, shut it down. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what this is about. You know what I'm saying? And certain people, and like uh, I heard Skip say it today, certain people is built for it to do like Colin, and certain people ain't built for it. But the protest is a protest. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Hey, this is what I say. God bless the haters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you ain't got to like it, but you got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? That's real and, uh, talk. That's real talk. You know, and I might buy you a pair of Colin shoes. You know what I'm saying? When they drop, I need me a pair. I need real. me one of them bus. As long as they under honey. Because Nike, <laughs> Nike been trying to. Hey, you see them LeBrons, though? Which one? 16s? Those 16s? I have it. Yes, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yo. The monks look glorious. Speaking of Nikes, though, bro, I was in Chic the other day. Y'all was not really what shoes I seen. Dude, I seen the Mike Vicks in Chic. For how much? They was well over 100. Ooh. But they was looking so what, what fly. What was the colorway? They was uh, the Falcon colorway. They was the Falcon colorway. Me and my cousin were just having a, a conversation about Nikes. I still got to Oh, I yeah, had a bro. pair of those. Mm-hmm. They can't, the, the diamond they, turfs. I had a pair bro, of diamond the, turfs. Uh, I need to get the all wheat ones though. The Keith, uh, the Keith LeBron that uh, that had the LeBron, the, the King Griffey uh, mm-hmm. deal the, on it, bro. Yeah. The yeah, the Mariner colorway. Yeah. Said, yes, sir. Yeah, bro. Yeah. With the strap, and they did the strap over it, mm-hmm. the LeBron, bro. Mm-hmm. But man, Nike, I love Nike. Support Nike, man, but they, they got to lower some of these prices off of the They shoes, do, bro. Yeah, they, they, they do. They, it's kind of expensive. <laughs> they, they doing too much. They, they doing too probably much. Probably like, man, like a, a, a 125 for some for a name? Yeah. A, 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 a buck 30 for a name? For real? Yeah. So, man, any, any, any final thoughts before we get up out of here? The most research. beautiful, huh? Do you research? Jesus. Beautiful. I told you, bro. That's next level. These are the 16s. 16s, bro. Yeah. Any final thoughts anybody want to say before we get up here, ladies and gentlemen? We want to thank y'all for listening to the AZs and Rupus podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hit them with your hit them with your uh, connects. Hit them with your connects before oh, yeah. you get up out of here. Oh, I got I got some exciting news. What's up? I did a soft I did a soft release of my beat tape. Hey, okay. okay. So I'll be doing uh, look be on the lookout for uh, for a full release on that. So yeah, uh, you can uh, grab that off of my uh, my website www.jdavis.co. I'm gonna try to release that sometime this week. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to sing at Unplugged LA this past Tuesday, but I couldn't. Man, I woke up like the morning before and my throat was on fire. It was low key swollen, and I couldn't really sing the next day. But I will. I am gonna be rescheduled to sing. That show date is coming soon. Uh, I'm gonna be announcing that. On my Instagram again, that that Instagram is Chris gets busy. C H R I S G E T S B U S Y. So be on the lookout for that. Come check me out at Unplugged LA. Yo, when I got some, I got some bars for M, and I got some bars for Lecrae. <laughs> you know, but on the real though, man, uh, just stay healthy, stay well. Yeah. Hey, Andy Minio lost his mom, so you just want to say, uh, oh, just prayers yeah, up. prayers, prayers up for up Andy, Andy Minio and the Inland Hills. Uh, the Inland 
heals a family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're gonna have another conversation about mental health Absolutely. next time. Yeah. We're gonna talk about we're that. Gonna dive we're gonna go into in that, depth. Y'all. And uh, we're gonna have another honest conversation with that too. Oh, and be on the lookout. Um, I'm looking to possibly do like a round table discussion panel thing about that subject as well. Hey. So um, be on the lookout. We, that's still in the works. I'm collaborating with a friend of mine. So uh, we're going to try to put that put that together for y'all real soon. So check, check we should that. go there and cover it. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Hey, you know, and uh, I thought about this today, man. You know, one of the reasons I one of the inspirations behind this podcast was uh i don't know if y'all familiar with combat jack yes sir you know what i'm saying i just always wanted to say this on a podcast i don't think i never did but you know rest in peace to compact jack yeah yep. you know what i'm saying definitely a legend in this hip-hop podcast game salute to him and his family thank you for the inspiration sir yeah you know what i'm saying you will be missed yep. i do i miss this podcast right now I'm like, yeah dang, i yep. know he probably had some dope interviews but uh yeah, so we just want to thank y'all so much for listening to the AZs and Rupert's podcast. Uh, Try, be blessed out there. You know what I'm saying? Stay focused. And uh, you know how I'm going to leave you. I leave you like this every time. God never told us to figure them out. He just told us to trust them. Yeah.